Right, hey, before we get into it today, I'd just like to thank the blokes and ladies that keep the lights on here, our sponsors. Better beer, jogging a can, winning a tin, the athlete's choice. Look, no matter what sort of beer you drink, they've got you covered. Go check out their whole range. Country Trucker Caps for keeping our domes out of the sun with all their deadly designs. TikTok Nutrition for keeping our bodies fueled with the good stuff. SP Tools for giving us the best tools for all our projects at home and on the work site. And the True Blue Aussie Bookie Blue Bet. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f- he wants. Thanks for that, Harley. Welcome back <laughs> to another episode of the Alpha Blokes podcast. Fucking oath. Giving the everyday Joe, the battler among us, a voice and deleting head noise one laugh at a time. As per usual, let's crack these better beer cans, boys. Still, still going on the other Zero one. carb, zero sugar, jogging a can. Thank you, ma'am. The athlete's choice. Okay. <laughs> now we're double parking. Ah, that's all right. Yeah, cheers to that anyway. Righto. Got a guest on today that I've been looking forward to for ages. We've been chatting like we've been best mates. First time we've actually met. Uh, Andrew Kirby. Kirby. How you going, big fella? He's good. an ex-plumber and an Australian comedian. How are you, boys? And, um, good, mate. How are you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I just had a big hit of peppermint, so my fucking eyes are running. Yeah, I saw you. I think you're on the that. old smelling salts or something, getting fired <laughs> up for the fucking episode. <laughs> getting loosened up. Yeah. <laughs> um, a, bit of, a bit of peppermint oil. Just, That's um, the jungle juice, isn't it? It's What's good that? For you. Just makes you breathe better. Yep. Oh, beautiful. Mate, you come up a day early, all prepped up. Fuck, mate. Headed down to the, the pit of all beaches, Barney Point, and tackled the shark net this morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny. Like, you're talking about, like, I messaged you, and I yeah, go, yeah. mate, I'm going to go for a swim, and I'm a bit worried about crocodiles, and you laugh, because, like, anything north of Coolangatta, you get eaten. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck Queensland, you know. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, well, I'll go for a swim. So I've Googled swimming beaches of uh, Gladstone. And it's come up Barney Point. Mm. Oh, no, yeah, sweet. So I got down there, and obviously it's low tide, and I've walked in, walked out, and stepped over the fucking net. <laughs> it was only about knee deep. Yeah, right. So, yeah. I'd... Yeah, look, we don't dabble in Barney Point Beach. Mate, I don't yeah. think I've ever swam there. Ah. How good's that? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, that's right. It's I think that net's area. just for, like, if the homeless need a wash. Like, I think it's more so. Like, they just paddle down and, you know. I had to roll around like a dim sim in a deep fryer in it. So that was... <laughs> oh, that's fucking beautiful, mate. Next time, mate, maybe Tannum. Tannum Sands. Yeah, Tannum's actually down a good the beach. road. And, yeah. I saw that um, driving up. I saw yeah. the sign yesterday, but I was like. I thought I'd rather. Oh, it'd be a better yarn if you went to Barney Point. So I just thought I'd let you go. <laughs> you know, go have a look around. You might have told me earlier. <laughs> yeah, look, fuck this bloke hasn't told me anything. When Tom <laughs> said you were going for a swim, I said, oh, he might be going to Spinnaker or something. Was At least the ocean side. There's another net there, oh, but no, it's fucking told me. I thought they were from the year again. <laughs> then you drop that on me, you fucker. You're like, I'm like, what about the crocodiles? No crocodiles here, mate. Well, oh, no, you're right, eh? Yeah, you're getting I said, oh, shark, I said Eric Kanji's. I said, but us Queenslanders, we don't really feel them because they're a bit harder in the skin. Yeah, down south they always get peppered, but well, yeah, yeah. we'll just hit that straight away. I'm like I said to you, I'm as proud a blue supporter as you are, in Murray. Yeah, so it's, well, there you I'm, go. It's gl- I'm glad you're in the middle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The table and camps yeah. here in case something goes fucking wrong. Well, that's and good, a plumber mate. as well, so he might be out of blue. Yeah, yeah that's said, right. Most oh, yeah. plumbers can blue. Well, luckily there's three of us, so oh, we'll just fucking knock triple team. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a crack. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's oh, 
we asked. Mate, talking about having a crack, I thought we'd get this show today off on the right foot before we get into what you're, you've been up to, brother. And we've been doing a couple of, like, legend chat or alpha chat. You know those blokes on a work site who's just got that unreal chat, the bloke who's just had them saved up for years. We've had a few comments on, on some videos, some one-liners anyway, and I just want to fucking share some with you. So old Kojak30 goes, my old man has a classic, pick a window, you're leaving. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a fucking beauty. Um, just call me Stiffy, reckons it's hard to pick up teeth with broken fingers. <laughs> um, Lee MC, the old fella's best one was, I'll give you a three-punch head start and tell you where you went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a fucking goodie. Um, Tom Tom underscore Will reckons I'll hit him airport style. The second one takes off, the next one lands. <laughs> <laughs> GMK, uh, keep it up, and your next photo will be an x ray. <laughs> <laughs> With a free ride and an ambulance. <laughs> and fucking free up here. Fitty yeah, Spence. Fitty Spence, um, I'll put you on a pair of white gloves and you'll think you're in a snowstorm. Oh, no, I'll put on a pair of white gloves and you'll think you're in a snowstorm. <laughs> but, yeah, fuck, mate. You would have run into a few of those over the job sites that you've mate, been to. Mate, as a plumber, yeah, I got told once as a young bloke and uh, <laughs> got told with this bloke, Knocker, his name is, he's a fucking legend down home. I was working for working for him and he said, Curb, you're as useful as paper fucking shoes in a rainstorm, you can't. <laughs> And uh, I don't reckon I've ever forgot that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm going to use that if I can remember it. Oh, it's a piss of it. And then the other one's like, yeah, I'll hit you that hard, you're surrounded. You think yeah, that's yeah. That's yeah. a fucking, I love that. Yeah. One. No, there's fucking, there's heaps of them, bro. What about the, um, what about the, the bullshit jobs, mate? Have you, have you seen some of those? Like, you know, the reflector one we talked about the other day? Like, <laughs> I told a bloke last night at the fucking um, Young Australian. Yeah, I was yeah. sitting beside him at the bar and no shit. I told him <laughs> I was here to sharpen the fucking barbed wire on the train station. Did you tell him? A 38-year-old bloke. He looked like he'd been sitting there for 38 years too. <laughs> he doesn't listen. I asked him. I said, listen to our podcast. He's like, no, we're not. I've got a yarn for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told Go him. On. What yeah. do you reckon when you told him that? Uh, yeah, he, he bought it. Yeah. Hook, line and sinker. Probably thought, oh, that's weird. He I told me he drank fucking 16 points or two he's new too. So I don't know if he was the full biscuit, but yeah, right if he drank 16 points or two he's new, he would have fought me well, he and had he would have died. He had a full biscuit then. He was smashed. I want to back up a bit. You've been to Barney Point today for a swim and you went to Young Oz last night. They're, they're two places that you've I've never been in 20 years. Yeah. I was sitting there. I think Young Oz on a pub crawl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> the barmaid told me they were the cheapest piss in Gladstone. And I, could, I went, yeah, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell. There was a guy who yeah. won 160 bucks or something on Kino and he's leaned over and you, from, the, from, the, from the back of nowhere you hear this, you thieving fat cunt. <laughs> and that was the other barmaid. So, yeah, and then the phone yeah. rang. The fucking pub phone rang. Yeah. I was sitting there eating me fucking twelve dollar snitty, which was all right. Yeah, yeah. too much fucking salt on it. But anyway, mm. twelve bucks or something. I'm sitting there in the, in the fucking pub phone rang, and old loves stuff. Great, I'm not bagging him at all. The, the old loves answered the phone. She goes, "Hey, Tommy, whatever this place name is." Mm. He's like, "What? Phone call." He just answers the phone. He goes, "What?" He goes, "Yep, yep, fuck him." And he's just thrown the phone. <laughs> At the bird. He yells wow. at his mate, Cam, sort it, got to go. <laughs> and they've just left both their fucking schooners on the table and fucked off and come back ten minutes later and I'm just sitting there going, 
Oh, some cunt's just been killed. <laughs> What's just fucking happened here? I just finished my twelve dollars nitty and got the fuck out of there. Fucking hell! There you go. I went mate. back for karaoke last night. Beautiful. That was an eye opener. You might have to come. I up. bet. I'll Anyone to tune? Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Did you have a, you belt out a tune or what? No, nah, no. I, I, yeah, I got a hell of a yarn about fucking belting out a tune. Yeah. I got a. Oh <laughs> yeah, uh, on me bucks night back in fucking. I got married on in 2005. What, you got the tattoo yeah, on the thing? Tattooed on me right there, so Mrs. fucking got it tattooed on me hand, so. That's smart. No, but it's in fucking, it's in Roman numerals, so. I need to get my parents' birthdays on that, because I've missed them for the last five years. Yeah, I don't know mine. Yeah. Um, MMV, I got married, which is 05, so. Yeah. We got married in April. Fucking did that all right. Nice. Yeah. Went on the Bucks <laughs> night, we went on the Gold Coast races, that's what we used to do in Moorumbah, we'd everyone go to the Gold Coast races, and. I don't know if people do Bucks Nights anymore. I don't know if they do them like we did. Just sort of Bucks Weekends. Yeah, we did <laughs> that. We got on the bus. We, we left the old Murray's Hotel in Murbar. Went, went on the bus. Fucking heap of us. I didn't like half the guns. Anyway, <laughs> we had to fill the bus. Anyway, I get up there and my best man's name's Pig. Yeah, nice. Pig, Pig's a fucking weapon. He lives in Tully now. He's far enough away. Tully. Shout, Shout out to Pig. Tully. Oh, no, he wasn't from Tully. He was from here. Yeah. Oh, His name was Tully. Pig's a fucking... Pig's a true true weapon. He he just drinks from Thursday to Sunday, then goes and cuts bananas on Monday. <laughs> and he um bends them on Tuesdays. Yeah, he's a bender. Yeah, he's, he's a bender. <laughs> he's a true fucking banana bender. Anyway, um, yeah, we've gone to the fucking race course, and I, I don't remember fuck all of that. Mm. Anyway, we've got to this uh, got this joining surface. Uh, it's the old, it's called the Surface Paradise Beer Garden. I don't know if you've ever been down there. It's on the corner of Cavill Avenue, and we've all well and truly fingered like drinking all day, back to the motel, drinking all day, and this is before drugs. Mm. Right, and I, I'm a pretty big advocate. I, I'm not a, like I don't take drugs. I still don't take drugs. Yeah. But this is pre-drugs when blokes had to do three days on the piss. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. like proper. Before you could cheat. Before you could these. these <laughs> I've been drinking for three days. Well, you spent seven hundred dollars on cocaine. Of course, you have your fuckwit. <laughs> yeah. um, if you you know. So anyhow, we, we're going up there, and we've all gone in upstairs, and my mate Azzy didn't get let in. Yeah, Azzy looks like fucking. Um, Roger Ramjet, he's got a head like a camel. It's, it's, <laughs> it's fucking huge. Big, big Darren Ayres. Yeah. He's big fucking head and he's the most friendliest bloke you've ever met in your life. Anyway, he's downstairs, couldn't get in. We're upstairs and this bounce, I've looked down, saw Ezzy with this bouncer and went, fuck, Ezzy's a big bloke. Mm. Looked down and went, what's going on here? And Ezzy's fucking waving at me. I'm like, fuck off, don't wave at me. And so the bouncer's come up with a manager. He goes, mate, you should have told us you were fucking here. And I went, why? He goes, mate, you should have told us you were here. We could organise something for you. As he's looking at me, this dopey fucking look on his face, like slowly nodding. I'm going, what are you done? No. <laughs> yeah, look, we'll put you in a room. So there's about, not all of us went in, half of them didn't know about it. There's about eight of us, I think, whatever, went into this little room, free piss. Rum jugs, fucking on the piss, right? Yeah. Drinking away. I'm looking, every time I went near Ezzy, he's dodging me. Yeah, in the night, the fucking manager comes over and he goes, right, I mate, need you to do me a favour. I went, what's that? He goes, I need you to sing a song. And I went, <laughs> Fuck yeah I'll sing a song He goes right What are you going to sing I said oh, Jack and Diane He goes Jack and Diane I said it's the only song I know mate And he goes What about Amazing and I went What about it He goes Can you sing it and I said oh, I sing amazingly <laughs> And he's like Nah can you Can you sing Fucking amazing And I went Yeah right He goes Boy Alex Lloyd You know You And I went Who And as he's just Looked at me And I went The fuck have you done Oh I goes Google, Google Alex Lloyd, mate. Yeah, if you yeah can. actually, that's good. Google Alex Lloyd, and 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 have a look at this guy. Go to photos, and have a go. And I didn't have a beard at the time. There I am. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> now, this is why you know there's no fucking mayo on this yarn, because have a look at Alex Lloyd. Jimmy down that bottom right-hand corner. He's seen better days there, big Al. But, um, so, yeah, he looks like he's done a fucking... So, at the time... Duet with Pete oh, Murray, see right. better days. That's me opening at the uh, AFL Green. <laughs> um, so, look, I'm not bagging you, Alex. You're a fucking legend. But he had this song called Amazing, and it was huge at the time. I'd still be fucking in near it. Mm. Bloke goes, you're not Alex Lloyd, eh? I said, I don't know who the fuck Alex Lloyd is. And he's just cocked his fist, and I've been around long enough to know I'm about to fucking get flogged. Yeah, yeah. Airs, he's fucking this huge bloke, and he's an airs, and all the airs is always blues, except for, the only airs that can't fight is with me in Service Paradise. I'm like, <laughs> fuck me. So anyway, all hell broke loose, and we've ended up just getting bounced down these fucking stairs. Oh. We owed them cunts so much fucking money. Yeah. We drank all fucking night, and that's me, Alex And for years, like, airs, he's like, Alex Lloyd. Oh, that's funny as fuck, <laughs> But mate. I went across the road. You know the kebab shops? Yeah, yeah. Going across the road to the kebab shop, fucking hammered. I'm waiting for the big lineup, two in the morning or something. I've leaned over the fucking thing and I've slid, I've slid like a porpoise. <laughs> I've grabbed the fucking... The, and we did all the maintenance plumbing there, so this bloke knew me. He's like, yeah. what are you doing? What are you doing? And I'm like, fuck. And I'm like, go quick. And I've pulled quick and I've smashed my face into the fucking kebab. And I'm like, and the thing's spinning. And I'm trying to... T- Fucking choking hunks out of it. It's burning me face and he's really cut me fucking head off with a machete. Hey. So that was, that was me fucking bucks night. We got launched. Yeah, right. Fuck me. Fuck, how good's that? Yeah, we went at the Rippers. Old pig stuck his finger in one. That was... Old <laughs> pig. Oh. <laughs> she bent over. There was, there was about 50 Japanese blokes on one side of the fucking Rippers. Old pig's sitting there at the front and she's bent over and looked at him through her legs. Oh, yeah. And she goes, oh, yeah. hello. And he went, hello. Boom, hit her in the door. Oh. And she's just fucking head flung over and just wiped out the entire fucking bar of Japanese blokes. Hey, oh, yeah. Uh, did the old, yeah, he would have got booted. We quicker. all got booted. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think my feet touched the ground. Yeah, no. Nah, right. So, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, yeah, see you later, mate. Frankie's man in Australia's going to kill me. I'm fucking leaving. Yeah, 100%. Well, that's me fucking Alex Lord, yarn. Well, that's great. And that's a stitch up. And it brings beautifully to the next one. Now, this is a stitch up that we want to target you with today and see if you can pull off. I can pull which is a Which is a prank call. Now, we need to give a bit of context to this, Stitch Up, and we want to do it early on just in case he doesn't answer so we can try and call him later. So pretty much Groper, everyone knows him from an earlier episode we did. He's just sold his car a while ago. Yeah. Now, he had a bit of stuff going on with the car. It was an older older Hilux, had probably 300 and something thousand on it. Sold it for whatever price. I'm not going to say how much it was, but he... um, he sold it and it was working okay. But anyway, this fella got onto him after he sold it and said, oh, mate, I'm having dramas with it or whatever. And Groper's sort of going, oh, well, stiff shit sort of thing. <laughs> and um, he goes, no, nah, mate, like, I had to get the gearbox replaced in the in the diff and he sent sent us a quote, $7,000 worth, which, which the big fella's got over <laughs> here and he's got his name in that on it. So Yeah, what's his proper name? So so what really, the... Uh, what's Groper's real name? Ryan. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Ryan. Oh, yeah. Right. So what the plan is is the big fella is going to ring him and he's going to pretend to be old mate's dad using that last name and going to really fucking rip into him and see if we can get him to fucking blow up or shit himself. And uh, I reckon right at the end, bro, I reckon right at the end, say, I need you to apologise for me, son. And that's when Cam and I jump can on. jump in and go, oh, great, I see you at the fucking pub. What's the, <laughs> what's the last name I'm using? I didn't have that. Um, it's, it's on the top of the quote what there. Is it? Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, that's Ryan's old mate, our mate's name. Ryan's Groper. Yeah, if you say if you say Ryan. Yeah. Are we leaving his last name out of this? You just said it. Our mate. I know. We can we can beep that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can beep. We'll beep the last names after. No, Maybe what's, just what's note the young that. Young bloke's name. <laughs> young bloke's name is on that um on that quote at the top. 
on the top of it. Fuck me, I can't see shit. You know, I was a fuck. I've pulled myself senseless for 42 years. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Is on it? um, it's on the message I sent you, but it's on it's on that quote. Someone's um, going to know this poor bloke. Yeah, that's all right. Like I said, we'll beat the things off, but it'll be uh, it'll be pretty funny. When oh, we... yeah. Just say say your name, such and such. Right. So I'm fucking, and he's Ryan. He's going to be so off this. Oh, mate, seriously. If he, I just hope he fucking answers, and then we should be sweet. Fuck. I think his old man's in town, so he should be having a few beers, and I hope he's just full of lip. How his old boy's just in it like a little... Who is it, mate? Who yeah, is it? parrot in his ear. Go, let me know. How does he know about it? No, no, no nah, one nah, knows nah. about it. No, nah, no one knows about it. So I'm ringing Ryan, talking about... Yeah. Yeah, and then you got the quote of the work that had to get done there. Yep. Gearbox and diff. Good to go? Yeah, mate. Yep. Give it a go. Hello? Hey, Ryan. Hey, that's me. How are you, bud? I'm good, how are you? Mate, good. You can hear on old oh, man. Uh, yeah. Pull the highlights off you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Have you, um, I've got a bill here, mate, for just over seven grand for all the fucking repairs we had to get done on it. Yeah. You get a roadworthy when you sold it? I did, yeah. Who was your fucking mate that did a roadworthy? Me, mate. Yeah, who did it? God would be your mate because that thing was fucked. No, it wasn't. Mate, seven grand. Yeah. Gearbox and a diff. Who was your uh, mechanic who stitched you up? Who was my mechanic who stitched me up? I'm a mechanic, mate. <laughs> well, I reckon he's having a lend of you. I can't have a lend of myself. You fucking just, mate, it's seven grand. Mate, if I can get four out of it, I'll be happy because you've ripped the young fella off, mate. You had to have known that thing was clunking. When he bought it home, I went, that thing's fucked. I knew straight away. No, you, no way. So you're not, you, you won't even entertain it? Will you entertain anything? What do you... I don't understand what you expect of me. You owe me young bloke seven grand. You fucking dogged him. <laughs> oh, it's not funny, bud. I've got your number. I've got your address. I know where you work. I know you've got a cruiser. And I'll pull the diff out of the cunt. Oh, yeah, right, eh? So, mate, I'm happy just to have a yarn to you about it, come and meet you face-to-face and have a talk, and then sort it out. And if I have to fucking beat seven grand out of you, I'll fucking beat seven grand out of you. Yeah, right, eh? You'd want to know how to throw them. Oh, yeah, you're one of these fucking cunts, are you? Keyboards. <laughs> no, come around. Where I know where you are. I'm sitting dead set around the corner now. If you want to come <laughs> if you want to come to it, I'll get there peacefully and we'll have a yarn, and we'll all leave yeah, there with right, some eh? fucking money. Otherwise, yeah. I'm leaving here with a fucking handful of teeth. <laughs> oh, no, I'll, right, um, well, hang on a sec. I'll, what I'll do, oi, I'll give you the burn for the fucking doubt for a minute. My young bloke fights like fuck. I'm going to hold him back. You've met him. He's a bad, mean-looking cunt, eh? Oh, yeah, no, he's fucking... Don't rubbish me, boy, cunt. Hang on, I'll put him on. <laughs> hang on, I'll put him on. Hey, Griper, I'll meet you at the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking useless. <laughs> You're holding yourself there for a bit, uh, bruss. Fuck it up. At the start, I had a bit of a... Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even going to answer that. I was like, who the fuck did this be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went the diff out of your cruiser, yeah. mate. <laughs> uh, who was that? 
Oh, I just the, the fee through the fucking microphone. This is the term we got on the show, mate. We thought we got a grown man's voice available. We might as well use it. <laughs> like I was, oh, I was thinking, trying to think of what to say, and I was just like, oh, do I try and bluff this bloke and just, <laughs> just do I try and bluff him and just say, fucking right, oh, let's go. <laughs> yeah. so I think you've clued on and then give your address away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you did. Oh, no, old mate, old mate doesn't know who I am. That's the only issue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, he, good doesn't shit, know my, he doesn't know my abilities. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did, hey, did you know it was fucked? What? No, I didn't. I, I'm telling you. Stick to it. Stick to it. That's I'm it, telling you. So I you died, old mate's fucking old mate's mechanic stitched him up. Oh, he would have. <laughs> anyway. Fucking all the best to him. I'll laminate the um, I'll laminate the bill of sale that he signed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, good it on you, bros. Under no under no circumstances does this come with warranty. That's what it says. <laughs> signed. <laughs> Unreal. Oh, yeah, I'll actually get on to you this half though, and we'll have a beer. <laughs> yeah, right. I see you later. Right, I have See you, Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh good he's off it. Uh, that's fucking. <laughs> he done good. well. You I think, he himself or no? I think at the he start, at the start, I think at the start he was going right out. Like, oh mate, is that name? And it, that work did have to happen. Yeah, I think, I think he might have heard a little bit of background snickering. Yeah, he's right there snickering. Yeah, yeah, that's what. <laughs> but no, that that's was why good. I went like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. going oh. Have oh, you ripped funny. a few in your day, prank calls? Yeah, I've had a couple cracks. Oh, I can't remember. Told me fucking ever. Fuck, I've rung some blokes and had a crack. Eh? Oh, should we actually get into this fucking whiskey? Because yeah. I um, we bought some whiskey to sort of celebrate that last merch drop, so we might um. What do you want? What's the name that. of it, mate? It's fucking lap laprog or laprog. L a p h r o a i g, uh, single malt Scotch whiskey. Where from? Age ten years. Um, from Dan Murphy's. <laughs> <laughs> From no, Uncle Dan himself. Do you want me to ring yeah. a little bit of whiskey con and so I can ring? No, nah, but um, so shout out to Matty King, ring-a-ding. He fucking, he must have heard us it saying we're going to get something. It should say where it's fucking brewed in. Yeah. Um, distilled, and bottled, distilled and bottled in Scotland. Oh, oh the it's Scotch. Legit. It's oh, yeah. legit. It's yeah. a Scotch whiskey or a bourbon whiskey? Single malt. Um, single so, malt yeah. Scotch whiskey. Yeah. Right, eh? Hang on, let me. I'm drinking single malt rum right now. Right, yeah, do we pour a bit of fucking shit in there or what? Pour us up, mate. Right. I think there's a bit of bit of water in there from that melted ice, but should be right. Yeah, that's heaps. Right, eh? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Do you want to pass that? Well, the RSL tan after this. Yeah, <laughs> the diabetes glow. <laughs> no diabetes. Uh, Someone oh, pass me water. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking pinned to the chair. Yeah. Oh, there you go, mate. Cheers, lads. Yeah, cheers, boys. Mate. Good on you. Bluetooth. Cam, you got a nice full one. There you go, mate. Fucking oh, hell. That's the bishop in a cup. Oh, that fucking warms you up, doesn't it? Cheers, lads. That actually does taste like smoke, doesn't it? Tastes like paint thinners. Tastes like smoke. <laughs> <laughs> smoke mixed with water. No wonder you can't win all those origins. Fuck me, you can handle it. I can't. This is yeah, a bit of lead in your pencil, mate. Yeah, it's mm, it's lovely. Yeah, <laughs> it's, um, it is smoky, bud, isn't it? It is smoky. That's what he said. He goes, it literally tastes like smoke. Well, I'll just give that to Quinn. Yeah, yeah there you go. go. Quinn can fucking yeah, Quinn can also. Right, oh, well, off the back of that fucking prank call, mate. <clears throat> 
in the fucking having a laugh and a bit of comedy and stuff like that. I've been keen as man to have a talk to you for a while about, you know, your stuff in the comedy scene and things like that and yep. just about that, bro. Like, how'd you get into it and fucking what's that like? So basically, I'm, I'm an amateur comedian. Like, I've got a day job. Yep. Um, yep. I'm, I'm a, I sell fucking cabinet making products to cabinet makers on the Gold Coast. Yeah, nice. Um, I'm from, I live in Wollongong, born and raised in Murbar and I look after that area and, I, you know, plumber. I, I didn't I did a wood machine apprenticeship, then a plumbing apprenticeship. Before that, I had about 16 fucking jobs. Yeah, right. I as a young every. fella. And then um, I got to hockey. got back around. I, I, I've been involved with hockey my whole life. Right? I'm a hockey player, <clears> as you can tell. Fit, you know, running around yep. and stuff. Yeah. And uh, this, this lady nominated me. There's a thing called Tweed's Got Talent. It's in 2019. Tweed's Got Talent. Um come and do – they went around, they just wanted some funny people from around the town, mm. raise money for the Cancer Council, do a comedy night. So there's a, a lady from Byron Bay, her name's Mandy Nolan. She's a um, she's a professional comedian and one of the best women comedians in this country and just hasn't got that – like, she never – like, every comedian in Australia knows who Mandy Nolan is. Yeah. Every <clears throat> professional comedian would know who Mandy Nolan is, but she's just stuck around Northern Rivers and she's literally taught – I don't know the figure, but she's taught – 10,000 fucking people. Well, she taught Hannah Gadsby. You know, have you heard of Hannah Gadsby? Yeah. Australian, Australian comedian. Um, she done all these people. And it was called The Virgin Sacrifice. So she does um, a six to eight week course, I think. And at the end, you get up and you do five minutes. Oh, yeah. So I'd never done that. I was always like the MC. Like I did the MC. Yep. Um, I was the footy fucking ground announcer because I'm not a fuck, mate. I've uh, one of the greatest footballers ever led more by myself. I've played three games of reserve grade <laughs> yep. yeah, 2013 for a total of four minutes in three games. <laughs> <laughs> Ran out on top with a busted knee. Yeah. I think I think I just got shin splints. But anyway, um, so yeah, so I was always that bloke. I was always the, the fat laughy bloke at the, at the pub. I was always telling jokes. And yeah, fucking, good, good chat. Telling yarns, throwing mayo over everything and fuck. I was just that bloke, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, no, I, I've never a groomsman, always been the MC. Can you be the MC? Because I'd just fuck photos. Oh, you, <laughs> you don't want to look back in twenty years at your groom, like your wedding photos, and go, "Ooh, yeah, there's yeah. Alex Lloyd standing there, fucking, <laughs> you know, grinning at you." So I was like, "Let's just make her the MC." So I was sort of, I was that bloke, yeah. You know, mm. I went out and uh, yeah, got nominated to this course, and, I, and I, so I got there. I think they'd already started two weeks in. I got there two weeks in, and they had to just when I got there, introduce myself to the people and met Mandy because I hadn't met her before. I'd heard of her. And she's such a funny person. And, and, and she said, well, I got there at the storytelling stage. This is week three, I'm pretty sure. And they said, just tell us some stories. And I'm like, fuck, I've all got stories. I can tell you a story. And I just sat there and started rip, ripping out stories. Mandy's like looking at me going, fuck. And all the other people are like, fuck, this guy's. And then I, if I had an audience, I was always like, oh. And I still am. Like once I get, I get real nervous and stuff. But once I get an audience in front of me, I'll just yarn. Yeah. So yeah, we're at the Coogs and Lees Club um, upstairs there every Wednesday night for six weeks or something, and we're telling these yarns, and everyone else was like joke telling comedians, and, and you're all amateurs. And we had to open up this night at the uh, the uh, I don't know what it was called, it was upstairs in the Kingy Pub, and I went for 15 minutes. That I was like went last. Yep. I went for 15 minutes, raised the most money. It was all about raising money, so I won that night. So you're the closer for that night. Yeah, but only because the other ones were just. Fucking there to raise money. Oh, right. Yeah. Once yep. I got a taste, I think about the second week in, I went home to my missus and went, oh, I want to be a fucking comedian. 
Yeah, yeah. I think I can do this. And I sort of spoke to Mandy a little bit on and off, and she's done this to 10,000 people. So she's just thinking, here's another half funny bloke who wants to be a comedian, yeah. probably won't go through it or whatever. <clears throat> she put me into a group chat um, with all these other comedians from the Northern Rivers. And then that was it. I did that one night. And I, I had this yarn about shitting in a fucking pot plant at the Hari farm in Merbone. I, I think I watched that. You would have, yeah. It, yeah. yeah it's yeah. one of my better ones. It, like, really, it really stuck well. And I, I, you know, the shit or what? <laughs> to the plot, mate. Yeah, yeah. So, so the thing with comedy is, you, you sort of, so with me, what I do is, is what I've got at home. I've got a book, and I've just written down basically my life story. Yeah. Anything that's half funny, and then mayo the fuck out of it, and yeah. then get on stage and tell that yarn. But yeah. it's got about seventy five percent truth in it. And then, like, yeah. I didn't shit in a brass pot in a fucking temple. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I've said I shit in a brass pot in a temple. So it's like the it's like the true stories of like movies and that. Like they'll have a a, th- a storyline that's pretty cool, but then they'll go, hey, let's make this really cool. Yeah. So I'm writing a book currently secretly well it's not a secret now. <laughs> and and it, it's called Buster Kirby based on a real story. Yeah. yeah because cool. everyone says and, and all my mates just go, ah fucking sit there, you'll just fucking bullshit you. Well, it's, I'm gonna make a living out of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the goal. Anyway, so I did, I did that, got into that, and then Mandy rang me, and she said, um, do you want to do a gig? And I went, fuck, I'd only done this little 15-minute set. And I went, yep. yeah, sweet. So I we went straight to the Ocean Shores Country Club, and I opened for Greg Sullivan, who's fucking Greg Sullivan was on Triple M in Brisbane for fucking 20 years, and he was one of Australia's best comedians. He just does, like, cruise ships and stuff, and he's yep. a fucking talented human being. And I opened for him. I got on stage, and I did that same set that, that killed at the Kingscliff, but it, it fucking bombed in front of probably 150 people yeah. at this joint. And I left there really disheartened, just going, fuck, I am never doing that again. And I got 200 bucks or something. And once I got the money, I thought, well, fuck, I got 200 bucks here. So she's rung me two weeks later. She said, do you want to do the Ballon RSL? And, and I went, no. She goes, yeah. Write a new set. So I wrote a new set in two weeks. Went down there fucking, oh, Mandy Morton thinks so. But in my opinion, I murdered it. I'm yeah, like, yeah, fuck! I'm done. This is me. <clears throat> there was a huge crowd, it was massive, big. The order filled the auditorium at the um, um, at the Ballon RSL, and it was with Kirsty Webkey. Yeah, we- well, I can't say her name. But Webkey, she's a Melbourne comedian, very funny lady. And I opened for her. There was just two two comedians on that night. They do like an amateur rising and then a, a pro. Yeah, and then that was it. I stopped, and I'm like, fuck! What do I do now? And I and I never heard of this open mic stuff. Mm. And the open mic is basically. You go to a pub on a fucking Monday night or a Tuesday night. It's pretty well curated. You just don't turn up and go, can I tell a joke? Yeah, right. Like, you get on. You find out who the room runner is. Like for me, it's John Peacock. He's um, comedy comedy commune from um, Lennox Head. And, and John Peacock, I don't know how he isn't a professional comedian. He's been doing this for years. Yeah, okay. And he's 51, looks 74. What time um, period are we talking here saying if you didn't know about open mic nights? Um, so I've done the Ballon RSL. I think I've done my first open mic. I actually went to a shed. He's a carpet cleaner, John. Yep. And we went to a shed on a Friday night with about 10 other comedians and we just got to do new material. But with the night I fucking got there, you got given five topics and you just had to pick a topic. So as you got on stage, he handed you a list. And, and mate, in front of 10 people in a room this big, you'd be funny for fucking seven to 10 minutes. Fucking... Mm. Off that topic list. You get five topics. So you just got to come up with it. <clears throat> something off... You're only allowed to... You're only allowed to pick off Tool. five fucking topics. And I'm sitting there going, that's me though. Yeah, yeah. I mm. went, fuck, give me the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Got on stage, didn't know anyone. <laughs> I didn't know anyone. Hey, I'd met John, didn't know anyone, got on stage, and it was um, about sobriety. 
I, I just saw sobriety. And at the time, I was drinking. Like, I don't drink much these days. And, I, and I've, I've jumped on there, and I'm just going, um, sobriety, yeah, fucking giving up grogs for fucking quitters. And I turned into a, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, in a room full of fucking mentally unstable amateur comedians. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that – so the open mic night thing – like, because obviously there'd be some people there who are, who are funny and stuff, Lurch. but how many people are there who think they are that are just fucking not? Like, as in, is there a lot of people that go? Because I've always thought, like, Cam and I spoke about it a couple of times. I'm like, I'm keen to talk to you about it because me personally, I haven't bumped into many at all. Like, I don't think I've ever been to one. So, at the risk no. of probably never getting spoken to again by any of them, 75% of them are fucking terrible. Yeah. But... In my and the way my head works these days is like fucking get up, get up, keep going. Because fuck me, I bomb. Everyone bombs. Do you keep... enjoy the open mic nights? No, nah. no. Nah. Nah. Just like practice, is it? Is that yeah, like I your training it. for a fucking big event? Sort yeah, of thing? you land land like a money gig through <clears throat> through comedy commune or something like that. Like someone will pay you fifty bucks to go and do a five yeah. or ten and. And that's that's where you start going. So, man, like, do you know how Rogan and and the um, comedians overseas they all talk about the comedy club, the comedy club, the comedy club. What the fuck is a comedy club? So, There's one in Gold Coast, isn't there? Sit down comedy club in Brisbane, yeah, which is where you where, where it's, that's where we all want to get to. Okay, okay, that, yeah. that will that will launch you. Yeah, okay. Um, you you listen to Rogan, Bert. We talked about Bert Kreiser, yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom Segura. Segura. Yeah. Fucking all those blokes all started in open mic nights on a Monday night in the back street of some city. Yeah, wow. Well, yeah. They all did it. Yeah. And then and then over there it's a bit of a different setup from what I can um research. Joey Diaz. Like, fucking love Joey Diaz, man. Oh, he's he's a spirit fucking, animal. Listen here, cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> the other day when he spoke about having his shit in his own backyard and when he turned around the wall looked like someone had been shot in the head in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Joey Diaz. Oh, yeah, mate. he is a legend, isn't he? And Ari Shapir. Ari, Ari Shapir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't mind him. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's, he's, I don't, his style's not for me, but yeah. I've been watching heaps of different mm. styles. But yeah, those, we all, we're, that's what we do. We just do, and mate, we drive for fucking, like John Peacock does four or five open mic nights a fucking week, and he won't mind me talking about it because that's how he's going to become. Mm. Consistency, mate. He, yeah. And do you get picked up from those open mic nights? Absolutely. Like, will someone Absolutely. will someone go there just scouting a bit of talent and go, "Hey, this cunt's funny." Um, yeah, but you got to know someone. You got to kiss a lot of ass, and I don't care saying this on here. I don't give a fuck because there's people on the Gold Coast in Brisbane that will not put me on their stage because I haven't licked the bottom of their foot. Yeah, right. Um, John, who's my mentor, basically, he just says to me all the time, "You need to be working tonight. You need to be driving to Brisbane. You need to be doing five. And yep. I just fucking bucket. I just go, nah. I'm doing it my own way. Yeah. And I'm gonna do it my own way. And I don't care because that's I've been told I can't do it like that. You have to do all these open mics. Mate, mm. I've done thirty open mics. I've got my presence on stage. I know the direction I want to go. Yeah. I can't tell a five minute fucking story. Yeah. I I reckon you almost let out a secret before for comedy. I've never heard that before. Write down your whole life and bring the stories out of that of your whole life yep. and then put mayo onto that. That's right. I'm yeah, like, because I was thinking, where do you start as an open micer? Yeah. And I was, I was just because we went to like stayed um, at the Star Casino in um, Gold Coast for the old honeymoon, and they had the open mic night, but we ended up going to Dracula's and seeing that live yeah, event that night. Yeah, but it was right at nine thirty, and we went to that. Yep. But I was like, I just said to Castle, I'm like, I just really want to go to fucking see that open mic night because I've never seen one or experienced one. Yeah, and it's awesome. And, and the thing with open mic night is if you've got a good MC, there's so many fucking professional comedians in Australia who who have day jobs, but they're the fucking... There's a guy called Lindsay Webb 
um, he lives on the Gold Coast, and he come down and headline. I, I go to the Moorlin Bar Leeds Club um, one, four times a year, yep. one, once every three months, and I do a set, and I pay three or four other comedians, five other comedians, fifty bucks, hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks, depending on how good they are, and I pay a headliner. I won't say how much because they'll all be ringing me. Um, I pay a headliner so much, and I pay a good MC, a really good MC. Now, Lindsay Webb came down. I'd never worked with Lindsay. Uh, he'd emceed one gig I did at Menos in Surface. Um, he came down. He fucking... How this guy isn't famous, I just don't understand comedy in Australia. It pisses me off. Mm. It's he, it, yeah. He, well, for me, honestly, it's because he's a fucking single white male. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the comedy in Australia is... is It's fairly woke. Mm. Um. Which is, and I'm not having a go at those people at all, but that's 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 just my opinion. I'm, Lindsay might say, "Fuck, that's not why," but that's I don't understand. Like that guy is the funniest human, and Stephen J. Whiteley, yeah, he works at Bunnings, and he's as funny as Lindsay, if not better. A, a, but a, man, you you can easily use that same thing and put it towards people getting jobs. Oh fuck! Like yeah. it's harder for a single white male to yep. get a job in our world yep. than it is for someone else. Like as yep. in. You know what I mean, like job roles and stuff like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's just the way the world is, man. Yeah, so. and I'm not sitting here saying oh, I'm not because I'm that. Yeah, I, it's it's fucking hard work. The, all oh, the yeah. people, and, and don't get me wrong, all the people who are professional comedians in Australia have worked their fucking ass off. If it's just that you've got to be a certain demographic, and, and and these guys that just have made it, but they've just stopped. Yeah. Um, Lindsay literally walked into the Moonbar Lease Club. Got on stage and just destroyed the joint. And I mean, literally bagged it. Walked in, he goes, fuck me, have a go at this joint. <laughs> it looks like everyone's dad turned up in 1985 with a brick and threw it on the ground and went, let's drink in here. Yeah. yeah. And it was fucking genius. The bloke yeah. just walked in, you could see him looking around, like, what's this bloke doing? He's like, oh, somebody's got three roller doors. Oh, bang, them cunts in over in the corner, thanks, there's three roller doors. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, I've got a bit of fucking RSJ. He throw that cunt up, super six, don't worry about asbestos, chuck it in. Like, he just pulled the piss out, he just crab worked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And for me, that guy was a genius. And Stephen Whiteley has been telling yarns for fucking 20 years, and he's the best yarn teller I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, that's like, cool. So Lindsay's more of a joke teller and stuff, little stories and jokes and funny. And, yeah. and Whiteley is just a fucking, I sort of idolise the guy. Like he's just got this fucking constant flow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm. Are you but, nervous for the future of way comedy's going? Yep. Like, like what's happening? Where are we at? I'm nervous because I, I just want to be me. That's right. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I struggle sometimes with this because. Yeah. You try to be as normal as possible, but yeah, sometimes you got to hold back. Unfortunately, you, you, yeah, you got to be. And, and it, Australia's changing. One way it's good because we are talking a little bit fucking nicer, and we're not just saying what like. When it's not the nineteen eighties anymore, and I respect that. But I should be able to say what I fucking want. I should yeah. be able to have a joke. And yeah. people are forgetting that humor's, it's comedy. Yeah, people are forgetting that humor's humor. I yeah, that's right. I don't necessarily want to be a big fucking comedian in Brisbane and a big comedian in Sydney. I, I want to be me and I want to be doing a comedy hour on Netflix or something. That's my goal. Someone's yep. got to realise as well, though, that, like, your humour, you're targeting a certain um, audience that li- enjoys your humour and likes your humour. Yeah. If Like, for example, if we listen to a comedian that we don't like, you don't just go on a rampage trying to cancel them and hate them. You go, oh, I don't like listening to that, and you just don't listen. Like, fucking, that's what people, that's what shits me the most. I wish, like, people would just go, oh, I don't like that. I don't find it funny. Moving on. Jim Jeffries. Yeah. Oh, that's a perfect example, yeah. Jim Jeffries, 
for me, I love Jim Jeffries. Mm. And his style now is changing. Yeah. yeah. So he realise he has to. Because what he's not going to survive. Because yeah. he's so fucking crude. He, he he puts women down in his sets. And I don't agree. There's stuff I won't laugh at. Like I if 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 a male comedian gets on stage and bags women out too badly, I I've got two daughters and I'm married to a woman and I just go, that's not cool. Mm, yeah. I don't I don't like it. But I but in my other side of my head, I'm like, fuck that's funny. Yeah, it's Fuck, hard. that's funny. Like he says, I think it comes down to what you're actually offended by, and yeah. I feel like if you actually get offended, you've had some experience with that. Yeah, part. He walks a real fine line. Oh, definitely. I um, I like, I love a lot of his stuff. The only weird thing that I have been dodgy on on him since is that Avi Amani dude, um, that bloke from the um, what's that? What's that thing that he does? The uh, starts with an R. TV, Rebel News. Have you oh, seen no. him? No. Anyway, there's this bloke who he goes to all the feminist rallies, all the um, Black Lives Matter stuff, and yep. he's just asking questions. Oh, yeah, to, I've seen that guy. Yeah, and, yeah. and anyway, so it's pretty much going to stir people up. But he has got valid questions with what he asks. Anyway, uh, Jim Jeffries asked him to come on the show, and then Arvi set his phone camera up in the corner and recorded it, oh. and, and Jim Jeffries didn't know he was recording. Now, when he asked him all these questions, Arvi um, answered them, and Jim Jeffries, or it might not have been Jim, it might be in the producing studio, but yeah. they cut and edited it to sound like he said all this shit. Oh. And then Arvi had the actual vi- footage on there. So afterwards, he put this video out saying, now look what they did to me. And then, oh. yeah. That's a dog act. So that's since then I've been like, yeah, about about Jim, but his, co- his comedy and that, I love him. Like yeah, that's in, a dog act. Yeah. That's, that's not cool. So I, that's the since that I've been a bit like oh, I don't know if it was him or his producers yeah. or whatever you just don't know the whole story. But like yeah. I say, I'm a fan of Jim Jeffries, and there's so many people hate Jim Jeffries in in like the comedy circle, and that's fine. Like, that's their opinion and stuff. There's shit he does I fucking hate. Mm. Like I hate. I just go, mate, why? Like he talked about the cripple guy, um, pretend to be a cripple and stuff on stage, and I thought, no, nah, I don't like that. I did, that's 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 punching down. You don't yeah. punch down. Don't punch down. Yeah, and that sort of stuff. And I I I, I draw the line like the racist stuff. I don't like the racist stuff. I just yep. I just think you you say black or white day or night. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck if you're black, white, fat, skinny, yellow. If you're a fuckwit, you are a fuckwit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, straight the up. The problem yeah. is if you call some people a fuckwit, they they bring it into this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't like that. But no, as far right. as comedy goes in Australia, it's it's fucking strong, man. There are so many amateur comedians around that they're gonna that should make it. And that's what's wild though for me. Like I don't really have that much time to really Google and research that sort yeah. of thing. And it's like you get these people like Carl Barron, Jim Jeffries and that who are that on the front of everything and you see them in your everyday life. But if you're not looking for it, you don't really stumble across many comedians yeah. that are sort of on their way through. Carl Barron is the perfect example of a clean comedian who is fucking hilarious. I love That's him, That's right. Mate. His humour. I oh. love him. Because he's, the sarcasm, the he's Aussie relatable. sarcasm he's is relatable. shit. Yeah, exactly. He, gets on, he, he was a roof toiler in Iran. <laughs> I love yeah, that right. joke when he goes, I thought, first day I thought, this is shit. So I'll give it 10 years. <laughs> that's a true story. He's yeah. relatable. Imagine how many people in the crowd going, yep, yeah, done yeah, that. Oh, we're all done that. Yeah. yeah, yeah he, my job shit too. Yeah, yeah, he's such a relatable comedian. I fucking love him. And, Me too, mate. And like to get, like, he, he went through that image. Like he was talking, like he talks about. Footy show and stuff, right? Like, footy like, show and That's where he show. got it from. Yeah. yeah. And, and like he was saying about standing in fucking, in a room with no one in it. Yeah. And, the, and the bloke goes, you're the comedian, go stand over there and tell jokes. That, that's that's some open white nights. <laughs> yeah, You yeah. get there and there's fucking three people sitting in the crowd and you're like, and I hate that. Mate, what's been your, like, going to the crowd style of things, 
What's been your most? Have you had any challenging times with the crowd? Like, like as in when you're the trying, heckle. yeah, the heckles, like or <laughs> weird shit you've seen up there. You know, what's some of the weird shit you've seen while you've been telling jokes? Uh, yeah, I got a few. So, um, at my second last one at the Moolumbah Lees Club, I put on uh, a ladies' night, and I got Ellen Briggs, who's Ellen Briggs. Like we're talking about female comedians. Fuck me, Ellen Briggs is is you know mid forties, late forty comedian who is fucking. Everyone's mum sort of. She's like she's got a couple of kids, like older kids, and they're fuck, mate. She is so funny, so relatable, and just hilarious, right? She was headlining, and I had Bron Lewis who just won Raw, which I should talk about that. So Raw is like the national amateur competition. Mm. So so her and Alex Alex Hudson, um, they drew they drew it, and they won it together, and both fucking Alex is a hilarious comedian from Byron Bay. And then you've got Bron Lewis, who's just fucking next level man. Like she is so funny. She come down and emceed it just before she went to Edinburgh. Like to the fucking that's where everyone wants to go. Oh, she yeah, was right. in Moolumbah, then flew to Edinburgh. Yeah. Like this lady got up on fucking a table and took all her clothes off. Mm. I'm just sitting there going, "Holy shit!" I was sitting next to the president of the footy club that I'm that I'm at, and he just goes, "There isn't one dimple on her ass." <laughs> and I went, "What?" And he goes, "Look at that." And I went. Holy fuck. And my kids had never been to a comedy night ever. And yeah. they were fucking there. And they were standing straight under this bird. She didn't have a stitch. She had a little string, fucking G string on. Oh, yeah. Standing on the fucking table and just giving it to Bron. And Bron's <laughs> just sitting there. Holy fuck. And she just handled it like so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah was, that was fucking horrendous. And then Woody told her to put her dress on and kicked her out. And we were all only bash Woody. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck, Woody? Like, she had to go. Fuck off, Woody. We've all got a Woody because of that. My, my, my <laughs> personal worst experience. Yeah, exactly. My personal worst experience was at a club in Brisbane. And I won't say where. He, and the guy who runs it is fucking one of the nicest human beings in Australia. The club's not open anymore. He still does other stuff, but that club's shut. I got there on a Wednesday night. And there was three people in the crowd. I mean it. There was three people three. in the crowd. And we are all jammed. There was 10 of us on a Wednesday fucking night. Drove two hours, whatever. And I'm just going, fuck, I cannot get on. And another guy's like, oh, it's so good, man. Use it as practice. And I was like, yeah, fuck with. I cannot be funny to three people. I just I just wanted to get out of there. And I sort of talked myself into it. Anyway, they called my name. And I'm oh, man. I've walked out. And the lady fucking... Looked at her watch. Oh, no. And she goes, how long do you go for? <laughs> and I looked at the guy who runs it at the back going, he's got this dumbfounded look on his face. And I went, what? How long do you go for? And I went, you know what? And I put the mic in the stand. I went, fuck you. And I walked straight through the three of them and got my keys, gave him a hug and said, I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. And I left. It'd be hard to put your effort into like – especially because you want to do a good job, right? And it's like putting your effort into three people. Some people love it. Do Some they? of these amateur comedians because they use it as practice. Yeah, that's yeah. right. They yeah, and in my head, and I'll justify this to people who are listening to this, going, "Fucking, you need to do more stuff." I've got these stories. The stories I tell are fucking true, so I don't. I know mm. them. Yeah, yeah. I wrote the fucking. So you don't really. Need, so you don't need to practice. I lift the fucking thing. Like mm. I yeah. nearly drowned in that fucking pool, and in, 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 I got this pool set. Like I nearly drowned doing deep water running with a fucking pool full of eighty-year-old women. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell that yarn? No, yeah. Well. The comedy yarn of it is basically I got there and the guy's like, we need to make you float. And I've looked, yeah. Oh, fuck. I've just looked at him and went, I could float. And he goes, oh, yeah, safety first, mate. You've got to put a fucking buoyancy vest on him. I'm like, mate. Yeah, you got to. Built like a Sorry, fucking cork, yeah. mate. Yeah. 
<laughs> and he's like, I thought he was taking the piss. And he's got this big fuck. What are you laughing at? You can't hear me. Oh, Quinn's like, You know, put this, um, put this buoyancy vest on. It only went halfway around. And I tell this on stage. People think it's a joke. It's fucking true. And I got the other one. And he had to put a second one on. And he goes, just jump in there. And I went, what do you mean? He goes, get in the fucking pool. So I jump in the pool and just, mate, fucking 30 of these old ladies just went. <laughs> <laughs> well, they nearly had to dig them out of pot plants. You know? yeah. I'm just fucking bobbing. <laughs> only thing wet, me knees down. And, I, and that's the exact story I tell on stage. I say that line. The only oh. thing wet is knees down. Oh. And he's like, you need to go to the back. I'm like, mate, I can't touch the water. I fucking hardly touch the water in my hands. And I float to the back, get to the back. And, and in that, I'd say the guy... A guy comes up and pokes me in the ass, and I all the way. Yeah, in, and yeah. I just sort of get to the end, and I spin around, and then we start. And have you ever seen deep water running? It looks fucking pretty full on. I'm yeah, kicking, well, fucking thrashing and shit. It's like aerobics, but in the water. Yeah, yeah. And we get to the end, or halfway through, or whatever, and I flipped. And oh, I was, and you're under the water, getting yeah. held by the. No, can't can see me because I'm at the back. <laughs> so the only guy that can see me is the guy at the front, and he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and I'm like upside down, going, "This is fucking it." Like, this done. shit, I'm fucking, Jesus is like, looking at me, going, oh, you fucking here, you come, big fella. <laughs> and uh, somehow I fucking squeezed out of the, like, in the joke on stage, I say that I passed out and I was brought to by an 80-year-old woman giving me mouth-to-mouth while I was awake. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And I ended up tongue-kissing her and fucking. Yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. But in real life, I sort of just came to a spitter and a splutter and go, holy Fuck. Yeah, yeah, and what? that and that's a little bit of mayo to make the. You got to make a joke. Yeah, that's, that's the right, comedy. To make yeah. a joke. Yeah, exactly. But there's a lot of shit that's happened to me in my life. Like some bloke said to me the other day, he goes, "Fuck me, I don't know how this shit's happened to you or through your life." I said, "I'm just fucking unlucky as fuck or lucky." Yeah. As a comedian, I'm probably lucky because I've got a book full of shit that's happened to me. Hey, but like turning it into a positive thing, like we talk yeah. about it a fair bit, eh? Hey? Like your what you're doing here is yeah. turning those life experiences into a positive yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. You know? Well, currently I've got a sleep apnea machine. Due to my athleticness, I had to yeah. go get one because I couldn't fucking breathe. Oh, so I've turned it into a yarn. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Have you seen that one? No. So, so be- oh, Actually, I saw a title, but you better tell it. Yeah, well, I, I won't go right into it because this is the one I'm trying to make money on the moment. But I, <laughs> fucking, um, I woke up one night with it choked around my neck and I, and, and, and I kept passing out and it kept blowing air in and it loosened. <laughs> so I turned it into hell. a fucking – it's a good yarn. It's a, it's a fucking great yarn. If you want to see that, go to YouTube. Fuck yeah, yeah. It. Yeah, you get onto YouTube. <laughs> fucking nice. And, and that one – the one on YouTube is is the first night I ran it, and it's yeah. clunky, and it's really clunky, and I fuck it up the whole way through, and I'm nervous, and I I'm at home, and I'm like, I got laughs because I'm at home because people sort of know me and they laugh at you at home. Yep. Um, then I went and did it in Byron on when, uh, Thursday night, fucking smoked it because I honed it like for fucking weeks. I just rewrote this thing, filmed myself doing it, and got out on stage and just fucking Matty Ball, who's another professional comedian who. Fucking funny, funny dude from down that way. And, and he said to me, he said that was, you, you set it up and punched it the whole way through. And that's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And then if you run it like that, like if you get a really good reaction there from a way that you've run it, are you like, right, that's me, that's my set. That's it. And then it's like boom, 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 boom. You no. just hit it like that. So that one's in bed now. Like that one's locked in. That's yeah. how I won't. The problem with me is I get on stage and I'll, I'll change it anyway as I'm flowing. Yeah, yeah. I'll change it with the crowd too. You've got to pick your crowd too. Yeah. You've got to see what your crowd's like. But See, yeah. that's a that's a different thing, I suppose, with us. Like, I put sort of shit together, new stuff every week, but I don't know how people like it because fucking we're talking into a microphone and <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting screened at or yeah, heckled. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's a, it's a lot of it. It's a different story, right? Because we're just like, oh, well, hopefully they like it. What's your well, favourite setting like that you like to do? Like, what's been the most enjoyable so far? Where you go, I feel comfortable. Um, at home at the Lee's Club. Yep, is really good. 
because you can get 150 people in there who all sort of. But now they're starting. It's starting to change. People don't know me. People are coming because it's comedy. I oh, love cool. that. And a, yeah, and a yeah. good crowd. I love a big crowd. So that's what it's crazy that I I feel like I'm such a big fan of comedy and humor and I love it myself, but I've never been to one. I don't know why. Like I don't know. Would they have those sort of things around local? There's areas? nothing here. I, I, before I come up here, like if I go anywhere, I try and find out if there's uh, uh, like if there was an open mic last night, I would have went and done an open mic. We've had like yeah. um, Carl Barron here, Gary, oh, yeah. Gary and the Goat, but they're the they're, <laughs> Goat, yeah. but they're like the they're the events like. Yeah. I was sort of meaning like those open mics. Oh, that's right. You know yeah. I mean? So you need you need someone like me. Like I put them on. Like you need someone like John from the Comedy Commune. That's what he does. He'll find a town that doesn't have any comedy on it, and on a Wednesday night he'll find a pub and he'll just go. They, I don't know about money and stuff. They do that, and you draw a crowd. He'll sell it out. It's definitely something I'd like to pr- promote here if we can make it happen. Well, mate, there's a room just down the hall that we mm, can probably you do. You two guys could fucking fill an open mic night. Yeah, mm. it'd be. But great. you got to be. You got to try and work out too and stay in your lane a bit. Yeah, I'd just be roast cyclists and guinea pigmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you blokes podcasters and then That's being, right. We'd still want people to come and you you two try it. you two with a live show would fill a fucking room like that. Yeah. yeah. And you you should have to know that. Like if, mm. if yeah. you set up a pub and said you two blokes are doing a live show, fuck me. Yeah. There's your crap. Yeah. No, it's uh, I don't know. It's just an interesting scene, mate. That I feel like you know you don't really get exposed to that often. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'd be good for you to get no, a, cool. like a proper pro on here and have a yarn about where they they tell you they come from open mics. Yeah, and yeah. Knockbacks. And so knockbacks where and where are you looking to go towards, bro? Like you're about to do a bit of a tour next year. Why don't you give yeah. that a bit so, of a plug? What so are you up to? Basically, um, I'll tell you a bit of history about me. So, like I said, I was a you know various jobs when I was younger. Got into uh, plumbing apprenticeship with the old man. Mm-hmm. And then I was working for a plumber at Tweed, and he said, mate, we need a fucking MC for the footy, like a, a sideline bloke for the football. Yep. And I went, yeah, okay. So I got into doing that, and I'd just tell a bit of fucking jokes over the, over the yeah. like, blind. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Sunday afternoon, hammered, just pickled. Yeah. And um, I got poked in the eye by a fucking touchy. That's why this eye's a bit dicky. And true yarn. This, um, this bloke fucking... The, the double, you know, the double at the footy, right? You, you played footy? Yeah. The, the double. So the double, we were playing Mullen Bimby, and the double went off, and I couldn't fucking see the other end. And Stan Stegham over Moolenbar at night time is fucking terribly lit, and one corner's dark. Yeah. And Mullen scored, and I think it was the 11 now. Anyway, this bloke's come over to me, and he goes, hey, you fuck with you, and he has the double. And I went, well, I don't know the number of the bloke. So I jumped on the microphone and said, hey, with the try score for Mullen Bimby, please put your hand up. And he, and he did, and I went... Uh, to the fuckwit that didn't want to, that didn't know who scored from Marlon Bimby, it was the eleven. So it was the Moreland Bar five and the away eleven. There you go, you fucking clown or something like stupid into the full microphone. Of, full of piss. <laughs> the bloke who was on the touch line was an old fella. He thought that I was spraying him, oh. saying that it shouldn't have been a try. The guy come back to have a go at me for calling him a fuckwit on the microphone. So I'm facing this way. As I've turned, the touchy's there, and he goes, fuck you, boo. And he just <laughs> fucking hits me in the eye. And I go, fuck. True. It's not the poor old cunt. And I, I hit him in the chest because I couldn't see. My fucking eye was smashed. And he's just turned and ran, game playing. Game's on. He's mm. run 100 mile an hour on the field. One of my best mates, Quinny, he's the, he was the captain at the time. They've stopped the game. And the referee goes, what's going on, mate? And I'm not privy to this because it was out in the field. He goes, the fucking, the ground announcers just punched me. Mate, my mate Quinny goes, oh, fuck, Kerb. What has oh. he done? 
And I'm there going, come here, you fucking <laughs> off, cunt. <laughs> come back and finish this. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Anyway, yeah, fuck him. And um, they come back over and these poor old refs come over. He goes, huffing and puffing. He's like, what the fuck just happened? I said, that fuckwit just poked me off. He's like, you called me a fuck. I said, I called that bloke a fuckwit. I said, I didn't even know what you're talking about. So, yeah, so that's – and I get banned from the fucking – I couldn't do it uh, for a year. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I come back. Bigger. They, so what they do with me, they put me on the fucking hill on a Sunday instead. <laughs> so 20 cans of rum and fucking let them have it. Like, yeah. <laughs> safer on the mic. Yeah, yeah. No, that's this, this all goes down. On the ground, this is where it gets a bit serious, is a bloke playing for us um, passed away on the field. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Wasn't a, wasn't a mate of mine. Wasn't, oh, he was a mate. I spoke with everyone's your mate. But he wasn't a best mate. He, he, he was, but he was just a bloke's bloke. A champion of a fella. Little family. Since become really close with his wife. Man, my wife were really close with her. Um, I get pretty... This fucks me up a little bit. Mm, um, so, basically... I can't talk about what happened too much because there's still stuff. Yeah, yeah, but, that's all right. But basically he passed away. Yeah. Yeah. In, a ta- we, in a tackle, like yeah, we no, the game. I, I don't know. Playing the game, no one yeah. saw. We don't know. Yeah, he right. came off the field. I, oh, okay. I, I can't yeah, say. Right. I can't say too okay, much. Yeah, okay. Because there's still an inquest and stuff. Yep. So basically, we put a tarp around him, and we had to stand there and hold a tarp, and we watched watch your mate die. Virtually watched it happen. He died later on in hospital, but he died there. Um. So. Off the back of that, he passed away. Mm. Um, I got the phone call. We were living at Taugum. We got the phone call that night that he that he passed. I got in the car, went and picked Quinny up. He had a broken leg at the time. Went to his mum and dad's, picked him up, took him to the courthouse. We were a major sponsor in Murbar. They used to be our major sponsor. All the boys are sitting around. And now, the guilt that I had about being upset still with me today because I didn't know the guy and he had best mates there. And I was a mess, mm. you know. And then I'd never heard of it. This is where the burger show comes from. I'd never heard about anxiety. Well, I'd heard about anxiety, but I thought you were a fucking clown. So I was like, plumber, fucking drinker. Tradie. Tradie, fucking yeah. drinking schooners in the arbor and all this sort of shit. And I was just as normal bloke. Well, fuck no, I've never been normal. I've never been accused of being normal. That all happened. And I just fucking, this is 2016, September 11, 2016. Um, it, it came... The boys won the grand final that year. Three weeks later, they won the grand final. Now, those blokes, I didn't want to go to the grand final. It was at Coogeon, and we played Coogeon. And by rights, Coogeon should have put 50 on us. Coogeon are really – Moolenbar and Coogeon have got a really strong rivalry, hatred, but respect as well. And we went out there. The place was packed, and the boys won the grand final. They dug deep, won the grand final, and I didn't want to go to that grand final. And that was the first inkling of me having anxiety. Mm. My wife's like, why don't you want to go? You're like, I'm fucking Mustangs ads. Like, I love Murbar Mustangs. And I'm the vice president there now and, and stuff like that. And I didn't want to go. The, and I didn't care if they won. And it was really, like I said, I made up an excuse. Oh, I think I had to do something. She's like, we're going to the grand final. But that was the start of it. Yeah. Um, And then I didn't go back to the pub and celebrate, which was fucking weird for me at the time. It isn't now because I still haven't come out of it. Um, I didn't want to go near a crowd. So I've gone out, done this shit. Um... Didn't go to the funeral. I felt like an imposter because I wasn't his mate and I was grieving. Mm. So I wanted to leave that to his mates because I didn't want to be standing there crying and people going, you're all right. I didn't want that. I felt bad because I didn't know this guy as well as everyone else. So I didn't go. 
Anyway, we fucking fast forward 2018. I went on to this time next year with Carl Stefanovic on Channel 9. Yep. And one, mine was to lose weight. I put weight on. <laughs> <laughs> so my fucking after photo <laughs> was bigger than my before photo. Uh, yeah. And um, yeah, What the hell are you doing? Uh, I won't let, yeah, let yeah, you. I just wanted me to lose weight. But, oh, they didn't give you a, like No, they a, can't dare me not to drink piss. So 2018, I got off a of piss. I fucking tell you, that's where I got anxiety and depression because I had time to think. Oh, yeah. It just you got to stay busy or keep drinking. Fucking hit me. I was in a car by myself. I was a sales rep by that stage. I was in a car by myself fucking thinking. I'm like, and all of a sudden, I started thinking about cooking. You know, I went to boxing train trying to lose a bit of weight. Me and Cody be my fuck me. That bloke, Cody, that guy I'm talking, big front row from Wollongong. He's a fucking weapon. He's one of these cunts you get on here and talk all day. Anyway, he um he takes me to boxing, and I tore a pec muscle, and the lady said, you're having a heart attack. I went, what? She goes, you're having a heart attack. You know what? I went, what? I said, I've torn a pec muscle. She goes, you're having a heart attack. Something clicked in my fucking head, and I would not exercise, clearly. I, I only just started again now. Yeah. I was so scared that I was having, I went to the hospital fucking 30-something times in like three months. I'd drive up there and go, I'm having a heart attack. They go, oh, here comes this peanut again. <laughs> and they're like, you got Sorry. indigestion. Yeah, tr- absolute true story. I mean, I did all the heart things. So like- you reckon all of that, like, sparked. And, like, it's interesting that you say that before you didn't really know about anxiety, you're like, whatever. Because yeah. I'm sort of the last sort of year, nothing like that. But, I mean, I always used to just call it peaking out or stressing yeah, out. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm fucking stressing or overthinking. But it's probably is that, like, anxiety, you know? Yeah, I started yeah. getting um, vertigo really bad. Okay. And then now I am fucking because I'm allergic to fucking piss. Yeah. Um, which I, I honestly believe... I'm only allergic to fucking all this shit that I'm allergic to now because my gut fucked up that bad. And I, there's such a connection between mental that health, and stomach in your head. There is yeah. such a fucking connection to it. Like, my missus will go to me now. I know I don't look like I go to the gym, but I go to the gym a lot. And she's like, you haven't been in the gym for a week. You're fucked. You can just tell I start picking fights with her and, I, and I'm arguing. I'm eating shit and I'm eating bad and, and I'm not preparing food for the day. And I'll just go get sushi from Byron and I'm fucking whatever. And then my mental health deteriorates. Yep. So... That's that's the yarn about how I got into the anxiety and, and who yeah. I am now, and that's why I'm such an advocate for um, men's health, yeah, and women's health, but mainly men's health because that's what I understand. I don't understand men women's health. Like women's health is there, man, but yeah. I feel like they've always been a lot better than us blokes uh, at expressing Breaking their down feelings the and, and, yeah. and, and and like. Yeah, talking to their friends about it, and that's yeah. what we need to try and yeah. change and make it more normal. But, mate, that brings us to the next thing about, like, your, the show that you started, Burgers with Buster. Can you yeah. just tell us a bit about that and how that sort of started, man, on th- off the back of what you just said? Yeah, so off the back of that was me mate died. I didn't talk about it. That's where it come from. I didn't talk about it. I just put it out the back of my fucking head, never thought about it until I stopped drinking piss. And I got this bit of an injury and I went, fuck, he died. He was a fit guy. How come he died? That's what started. He died fit. I'm fat. Fuck me. Help me. You know, I started freaking out. And then I had a mate kill himself and I've had so many people kill themselves that I know, you know, and 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 being a part of and stuff like that and thought, fuck me, I'm sick of people killing themselves. You need to get – and you need to yarn. You need to talk to people mm. and you need to find something you're passionate about. I'm passionate about a hamburger. I love a fucking burger, clearly. And I thought, why not get hold of some comedians for me because that's my contact. Yeah. Get hold of some comedians and get a genre there and talk about – how they dealt with different anxieties because there's so many different fucking anxieties. So we had a yarn about that. 
and that's where and I turn into cook a hamburger, have a yarn, have a laugh, mm. and just get the awareness. I, I filmed seven of them. Yep. Um, I've released two. I've got one coming out next week with a army veteran who is a mate of mine, who I had fucking no idea that he had PTSD. Yeah, right. And fuck me, you should see his yarn. Yeah. Well, yeah. how do people find it, man? Just on like, YouTube. Just Buster Kirby on YouTube. Buster Kirby on YouTube. Yeah. There's yep. two episodes there now. Um, first one's with Paul Mamone. He's a comedian from Byron Bay. Funny dude. Went yep. through and his dad oh, killed himself. I watched that. It was good. His dad killed himself when he was six and I didn't know that. Yeah, how then, loose is that? When, when you come out like, with that and you're like, oh, fucking fuck. blue. Did you see? Yeah, blew yeah. me away. Yeah. Like, I just went, what? You know? And then I had Mandy Nolan on and she had a different um, mm. story. You know? And so Greggy, my mate that comes on, he's a tank driver in the fucking war. And then he just opens up with his yarn. I'm looking at him and going, holy fuck. What, what people carry around in their fucking head. Yeah. Yep. Mate, you just don't know, eh? And that's why I've changed so much since that period because I don't put – I'll see people and I'll just go, I should video this cunt because he's a fucking bit of a derrick. Mm. And then I just go, no, because the poor cunt – you don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I got busted up when I was 15, bashed the fuck out of. Yeah. And I carried that fucking shit around in my head, like jammy, bad, smashed all my face up. And only six months ago, I forgave that fuckwit. Yeah, and my life's improved. No shit. Mm. Yeah. So I got agoraphobia. I wouldn't leave the house. All this shit. Do you reckon the sales job? When you mentioned that before, and we brushed past it, but being in your own space yep. where you're traveling, do that's you reckon that's what it affects a lot, eh? Fucking and I feel like that's where I struggled a little bit. Like traveling out the mines on a to go to a night shift on a Monday night. You yep. just had a massive weekend on the yep. piss doing all that, and then you got all that quickly to get to work, and then you know you're not going to be getting much sleep. Yeah. Before that night shift, that right. period, I reckon that really struggles for blokes. Yeah, for sure. And that's why you and need th- to ring a mate when you're driving. That's right. And, and I think that's shit. that's why with what we're doing now, relating to blokes like us who have similar things, I think that's why it's going like it is because during those drives, they can chuck us on and it's a couple of normal oh, fucking units yeah. just talking shit, you know, and it might make someone feel a bit normal when we're going, oh, man, that night before the first day shift, I'm up till 11 o'clock freaking out, and yeah. some cunt might go, oh, that's not only just me. Yeah, well, definitely. I, I put together a, a Australia Day cricket mm. in Moolenbar, and we played it for years, and this is... um, <laughs> Put together Australia Day cricket. We went down to the pub, and we got Keno numbers, and we picked two teams, mm. green and yellow. It was Curbs King hitters first <laughs> first the Rambecki Renegades. My mate looks like Tuddy Rambecki from fucking Neighbours. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, I'll tide. Yeah, I'll So a couple of years into it, this is a fucking yarn, eh? I just wanted to get away from the other shit because I want to start fucking crying on yeah, you. Yeah, no, no, um, that's we, <laughs> we're going, We're going to play the straight-out cricket. And it was just a, we, we, we started off at uh, going to one pub. I won't say where. We went one pub and they went, you guns aren't coming back next year. <laughs> it just become fucking epic. And after that, we won the yellow. We only won two series out of a fucking 11 the yellow team. We won the first one and that was where the infamous naked over come about. One of the boys goes, boys, we've got to dig deep here. We're going to have to come up with something. So what are you going to do? And he just took all his clothes off as the fucking Daily News turned up to take a photo of Australia Day Cricket. He's fucking one of the boys standing there in the raw with the ball in hand and the old batsman's going, holy fuck, he's running in. He's got a todge on him. This thing's just slapping his knees. It looks like a kickstand, a big long thin thing. Like Randy. He's just going like this. Yeah, <laughs> it's just spinning. <laughs> We get our first wicket. He's just down on one knee going, yeah. He started, started to crumble the cunts. You know, we got him. Anyway, we won that game, going back to this pub, got hammered, smashed, didn't get under whatever time. The next year, we go back to the <laughs> same thing. It became compulsory. Everyone had to have a naked over. So one, from each team, one bloke had to have a naked over. Yeah. So anyway, they beat us. 
<laughs> we go back to this pub. They say, we'll give you one more chance next year. Next year, come around, we get smashed. They go, no, nah, you, you just can't come back. So we went to another pub. <laughs> we had this night of nights, man. The night of fucking nights. It was just one of the biggest Australian Day cricket we ever fucking had. We lost again. <laughs> anyway, we're on the piss. I'm laying in bed, 27th of January at Taugum. So it was around 17, 2017 or 18 or something. I'm laying in bed. Look at this phone call. And I'm like, fuck, what's this bloke doing ringing me? It's a publican of the pub. I went, it's like six in the morning. I went, hello? He goes, Kirby! And I went, yeah, mate. He goes, it's... And I went, yeah, I know it is. What, what the fuck do you want? He's a real, he's a fucking lovely bloke. I've never seen this side of him. I never want to see it again. And he goes, which one of you can't shit on my bus? <laughs> and I went, hey? He goes, you fucking heard. Which one of you blokes shit on my bus? And I went, oh, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. And I'm hanging up on you. He goes, don't you hang up, you big bloke. I'll come after you. And I went, holy shit. So what's going on? He goes, let me run you through it. <laughs> Somebody has shit all through my courtesy bus. Oh. He goes, and it's got to be one of you, pricks. And I went, fuck. He goes, if you're laughing, I'm coming to Taugum. And I went, I'm not laughing. I was fucking trying. To, I'm like, I said, mate, how do you know it was one of us? He goes, who the fuck else shits on the bus after dickhead cricketers all day? I went, oh, no. So, anyway, wow. get on the group chat and I said, boys, who shit on the bus? <laughs> Public and wants our heads. And I've still got this fucking chat. It's the best chat. There is grown men. On that chat going, could have been me. What time did it happen? Blokes were that block. We used to write ourselves off yeah, in Australian yeah. cricket. So anyway, I get this phone call with a muffled, hello. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, private number. He goes, oh, I shit on the bus. <laughs> I said, who is this? And he goes, I'm not telling, but I shit on the bus. And I went, mate, who is it? And he's going, nah, I can't tell you. And he hangs up. I'm like, fuck me. Then I'll get a phone call from the publican. He goes... One of you blokes, I'm fucking going to kill you. And I went, all right, I said, let's, let's just fucking dial it back. How do you know it was us? Well, I said, he goes, there's a big turd sitting on the front seat. And I went, oh, is it solid? He goes, yeah, I said, it wasn't us. We've been drinking since 6 a.m. Yeah, there wouldn't be a bloke in there. solid. It's, you know, he's like, fair call, curb. Hung up. Rings me back. He goes, shit everywhere. It's fucking everywhere. It's not a log. It's just, this bloke had shit all through the front seat of this bus. Oh, Fucking he hell. rings me back an hour later, and he goes, he's defeated. He goes, I've seen the, there was video footage of this dude. <laughs> he comes out of the fucking dunny, out of the pub, undoes his pants, sits up in the front of the bus and just goes, Oh, oh there no. was footage of him. Yeah. So it wasn't one of yous? Yeah, it was us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, he wasn't a member of the Kirby King Eaters because we're a respectable fucking mob. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, the funniest well. thing was, the guy who rang me, it wasn't him. But he thought he might have done it. Oh, oh true, yeah. yeah. So that blind heap of blokes are just hooked in. So that guy became an Australian immortal, and, and uh, he's immortalised on our crest. Yeah, nice. Like Mister Hanky from um, <laughs> Mister Hanky the Christmas Poo. Yeah, yeah. With uh, with his head on it. Oh, oh nice, mate. That's fucking wild. I'm sure. I'm sure you've shit yourself before, though. A couple of times. You're not drunk until you shit yourself and kick it out with your feet. <laughs> kick it out or, with your feet. Been drunk twice. <laughs> yeah. I've uh, I've shit myself that many times. I um, one of my most memorable shits that I'd shit. No, I've been thrown <laughs> out. Of, I've been thrown out. Of, I've been thrown out of Mermaid McDonald's, and it's not there anymore. The old Mermaid McDonald's. <laughs> I got thrown out of Macca's right for being a fuckwit in the middle of the night. And I've gone across. And I'm walking down. And I get to about Miami. I think I was, and I'm fucking dying for a shit. And I find a park bench, 
all the cars all cars parked. And it's like fucking ridiculous time. Undone my pants, looked around, held the fucking back of the park bench, squatted down and just shit. Like in the gutter. As I'm shitting, this bloke's just turned his lights on and he goes, You fucking clown. <laughs> and there's him and his missus eating a fucking gelato or something. Oh, no. Watching me have a shit. In front of like, oh. And you would have been like, you would have just blown her out and would have had to just still wipe and Come out like a machine gun. Oh. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it got the front of his car or whatever, but it was bad. I thought you were like saying like the park bench, you're trying to shit through the cracks and just sit no, there normally and, and just drop your pants. No, I held there and squatted and just let fly. you got to let your legs open. Yeah, yeah. Feet. But, oh, mate, yeah, I've had a shit everywhere. Yeah. Oh, it's a fucking wild game, the old shitting on the run. <laughs> Talking about shitting, I'm going to have a piss. Yeah, me Actually, too. yeah, we might go for a piss. Righto, before we start wrapping this thing up and we get into the uh, guest questions and a couple other, and maybe the joke if you got one for us. Comedian should have a joke, Cam, shouldn't he? <laughs> Surely. Yeah. But, um, that budgie joke. Mate, t- <laughs> yeah. mate, tell us about Mick Taylor. I've got to hear about him. <laughs> So Mick Taylor, if you don't know who Mick Taylor is, he's the the bloke who killed everyone in North Queen in you know, Northern Territory, was he? Yeah, Wolf Creek. Wolf Creek. <laughs> Fuck me. So you had to run in with the actor, obviously not. I did run running with the actor. Yes. Both. <laughs> yeah, but it's the same fucking bloke when he's got you by the neck. <laughs> and of course I'm a renowned fighter and all. Like, I was going to have him. Lucky I didn't. Yeah, just yeah, there he is. John Jarrett. Johnny Jarrett. Yes. Don't go too far into that. John Jarrett. He's <laughs> yeah. a fucking great bloke. He um he was living out the back. He living at Crystal Creek out past Merbar, like where I live. And I was plumbing then, and this mate of mine rang me. He's like, "Oh, do you want a bit of want a bit of work? Uh, a bit, you know, like a cashy. Yeah, you know, I was fucking fourth year, I think, or something. Whenever Wolf Creek come out, and I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on?" He's like, "Oh, mate, this fucking bloke. He's an actor or something. He's renovating his house. Wants a bit of work done." I saw it. I roll out there. Just lady there, old little lady, and she goes, "Oh, this is John Jarrett's place." I said, "John Jarrett I said from Play School." And she's like, one, I'll get to that. He was never on fucking play school. And when you're trying to calm a bloke down and say, were you the guy on play school? Doesn't fucking help. So she's trying to kill you. Anyway, I'll get out there. There's a guy from play school there. No, no, his former wife was on play school. Oh, yeah, right. I said, I know John Jarrett. I worked him out. Oh, he's away filming a fucking movie called Wolf Creek. No no one had heard of it. I didn't know what it was. and Didn't know the genre of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. So what's going on? She goes, look, we're going to do this, do this, do this. All this fucking heap of plumbing. And she, she was paying me cash. She, I was getting paid. I was out there for, well, the whole time he filmed, I was there. I never met the guy. So he remodeled his kitchen, fucking ran hot and cold water out to this fucking caravan that she was living in or something, and we ran cold taps all over the fucking farm and shit. And I was there for ages, eh? Anyway, Wolf Creek. I just burped there, eh? Did you get that? Yeah, cop it. Wolf Creek. Wolf <laughs> Creek fucking, um, Wolf Creek comes out. And I said, oh. Like the, the snippets? You know, what do you call it? Like. Trailer. Yeah, trailer. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. went, oh, it's that fucking bloke who did the work on his house. I'm fucking watching this trailer going, holy fuck. Because that trailer from the first movie's <laughs> yeah. full on. No more. Like, the fuck, movie's full on. This, yeah, fuck. Oh, I, I still got PTSD. I can't watch it, eh, after what happened. Anyway, I spent fucking six months in this bloke's house remodeling it and doing all this plumbing on it, getting paid and all this sort of shit. And everything's going all right. Now, the story splits because for years I didn't think, well, for a little while, I didn't think he knew. I thought the lady who was paying me was, like, just stitching him up and living there or something. So I'm like, fuck, this is a bit weird. Anyway, she, stopped, she owed me a 1000 bucks. Going into the fucking courthouse hotel to watch a mundane fight on a Friday night or whatever. Fucking Mick Taylor's standing at the bar. He 
big fucking hat on. And I went, fuck me, that's John Jarrett. He owed me a thousand bucks. Which turns out he didn't owe me a thousand bucks. I'm blind. I walk up and hey, Mick Taylor. He goes, oh, here you go, mate. And I went, good. You owe me a thousand bucks. He goes, who the fuck are you? And I said, well, I fucking, your house out there at Crystal Creek, I did all the plumbing on it. You know, where the old love's living. And he fucking twitched. And then, you know, when you know you're about to get punched in the face, mm. I just went, fuck. My soul left my body. I just went, I'm fucking dead. And he goes, come here. And he's grabbed me and wheeled me into the fucking pokies. And I went, what the fuck is going on? He goes, you fucking little drip. And he's just giving it to you. like, fuck, I'm getting wolf creaked in the fucking pub. <laughs> Around where's the golden ball chili? Yeah. <laughs> like, Holy fuck. I said, I'm just the plumber, mate. I'm just a plumber. I did the plumber on your fucking house. He goes, I don't give a fuck. You're tied up with that fucking blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mate, I don't know what you're talking about. Fucking. What had happened was, not the lady who I was involved with, but another person had turned up and squatted in his house. He couldn't fucking get her out. Oh, the old squatter's rights. And he's thinking that I'm living <laughs> in his fucking house. Oh. And it was going through court and shit. So I've got Mick Taylor with his fucking fist cocked, just about to tear my fucking jaw off. Holy fuck. And, mate, looking into his eyes. I can't watch that movie. Eh? <laughs> Do you know what will you know fix it? Watch McLeod's Daughters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good so I'm, a fucking, I'm the only bloke in Australia to walk away from a fight with Mick Taylor. Mate, that's yeah. fucking, that's a great yarn. He was going to kill me. That. that would bluff you, wouldn't it? Look so, at him. He looks a bit like you, a fairy there. Quinn, can you, yeah, yeah right in, yeah. right in, um, you are not, John, you are not a, Creek. Mr. Jarrett, you are not a fairy. Yeah, right yeah, in, no, no, right no. in John Jarrett. Oh, look at, look at that fucking on the red carpet there. Yeah, right in, he's a gentleman. He's a really nice guy, but not when he's trying to bash you. Or, or yeah, um, let's get the setting. Torture. So there he is. See, I wouldn't fuck with him. No, and that's the guy that wanted to see, see the one in the middle where it says The Guardian? Oh. With no hat? <laughs> yeah, down below him? That cunt. He, he wanted to kill me. Not the look, nice. Look, look at the tongue out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah it's fucking rolling it the fuck off. Oh, wow. Now, he. That's a good flunny. Now, the nice guy. What's, he, the, what's that beard Don't go any further. What's that beard style? Don't go any further. beard style there? Just the hangers. A little yeah, bum chin on him. Yeah. That's unreal. This isn't getting shown, Kirby. Yeah. Oh, right. This, this okay. is just for us. Okay, yeah. sweet. <laughs> yeah, look up um, look up John Jarrett McLeod's daughters and let's have a look at the difference between the bloke, like if he still looks scary, you know, because that's is what that I mean. If a, you start using that for your PTSD. Is that like, an actor's tat or has he got that when he had it cocked? Nah, See, look at him actor. there. He's a Actors fucking, tat. He's oh, a yeah, man, fucking man. great. I don't know. He's still got a bit of shit in him there. Yeah. He's got, I'll tell you what, that bloke has got shit in him because <laughs> when he thought that I was living in his fucking house and he was oh. the guy that I was one of the guys that he was trying to get rid of, and he, because he didn't know. He didn't know. Like, we just basically just did maintenance on his house while he was yeah, away. Right and like, she paid and, yeah, yeah. and, and what have you. Like, so that he was, was just like, fuck you, bud. You're in my house. Yeah. So he's got the, like, we both had two different stories. So I'm like, well, you know, I've done plumbing on your house. And he's like, I don't give a fuck what you're doing in there. I said, well, you owe me a bit of money for it. You can't, you're living in it. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not living in your fucking house. He's like, fuck you. I'm like, holy fuck. Oh, and fuck. Like, I tell you, uh, well, there you go. Bit of mayo. He's fucking lucky I didn't get out of him. <laughs> <laughs> How did he, like, did you, you kept in contact at all? Not or? at all. Not at all. No, not that, all. we got separated at the bar. <laughs> yep. And I walked away going, holy fuck, I've just been nearly killed by fucking the Northern Territory Butcher, <laughs> and he's probably gone inside going, oh, I nearly killed that fuckwit. Oi, yeah, going, yeah. going back to that, like, as in, 
I wonder how it would feel for him. Like when someone plays a role like that and it blows up and they're the murderer. Like as in like like old mate in um Dormer. So like Jeffrey Dormer. Do you know Jeffrey, that latest oh, thing? Yeah, yeah. Like as in someone who plays that role and it blows up that much, they're forever that cunt, aren't they? Like as in no one remembers John Jarrett from McLeod. He's not the McLeod's daughter's guy. He's Wolf Creek cunt. I didn't even know he was in McLeod's daughter's till then. I just I always thought he was in play school. I'll tell you what, he wasn't fucking calling for the blackboard or something when he's trying to kill me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's so. uh, a wild game, those actors and playing that character. Yeah. Like, I watched a lot on that Beth um, with Yellowstone at the moment yeah, and yeah. and um, that who she plays and how much work it is for her to play that character and then seeing her version of her. Yeah. It's crazy, the difference. Oh, but it's like anything, though. Like, when these actors have roles that are sort of mediocre roles or whatever, they can, they can continue to do different roles. But if you're Spider-Man or if you're something – then that's you. Like, you get seen as that role. Like, remember Harry Potter? Oh, yeah. Like, do you know, that's a perfect example. Daniel Radcliffe. Like, I think he's been on one where he was, like, in this river and shit, I've watched that and it's all right. But, I mean, he's Harry Potter. Toadie from Neighbours. That's right. He's Toadie from (laughs) Neighbours. Yeah, in the Australian scene. With a tennis sword who fucks tens on Neighbours. Yeah. (laughs) Forever he's – I'm glad Neighbours is back because I just want to see who Toadie's fucking. Yeah, yeah, nice. It's the only reason I watched it. Shout out to the Toad. Yeah, the Toad. Home and away still going. How long is that going to last? Oh, bro. It's just for every up-and-coming Australian star. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was before Netflix days. Like, whatever mum and dad were watching – yeah. That's what you fucking watch till bedtime. We right? watched when I grew up. I'm 42, right? I'm a new bloke. So we, I lived where I lived. We had NRTV, which is Channel 10, yeah. and we had the ABC. Yeah, and what, it was on a clunk clunk TV. What'd no you cop fucking of remote. A, what'd you cop of the night time? SBS. Uh, Blue Healers. Oh, it was Blue fucking Healers. huge. Blue what was Healers. that? The doctor? No, 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 was, no it was a yeah, crime fucking, um, police one. No, that was um, that was uh, uh, country practice. Oh yeah, with Cookie. And, uh, I think he had a sword too. He was fucking everyone. Cookie. He was the black guy in the pub. He'd, yeah. he'd fuck everyone. Heard about Berkey? Berkey. Berk's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> old Don Burke, love the jerk. <laughs> oh, fuck, old Burke. He was fucking everything too. Oh, Berkey's back door, mate. It's a sequel. <laughs> you see Matty Johns do that? What's Matt, that? You see Matty Johns? He was on Channel no. 7. He used to do a Don Burke. Matty Johns, Don, John Burke. Don Burke. I'm fucking had a couple of rums here. I'm a bit fucking slurry. That's all right. Matty John, Don Burke. Yeah, yeah. Don Kirk. He changed Don Kirk. If you fuck, you've got to go and Google Matty John's Don Kirk. It is <laughs> fucking hilarious. Oh. There's so many blokes. Mate, that... he actually does a great job with that, doesn't he? Matty, Matty John's John. is a fucking funny dude. Mm. He is a very funny fella. Yeah, like that, good. like um, Percy LeBlanc, the referee. Have you seen Percy LeBlanc? Percy LeBlanc, no. Mate, go, Percy, go, Matty John's, Percy. Yeah, he, he plays Red Dragon t- was is my favourite. Like Who? that Red Dragon. Oh yeah. yeah. Well that was his big one. But Percy LeBlanc go Le. Yeah, he got, yeah. So Percy LeBlanc, he was a, uh, he was like a massive fucking referee in the eighties and he ended up having a mental breakdown and they find him in a nursing home blowing the whistle at the kitchen ladies and shit. That's <laughs> him there on the top. They're fucking hilarious. Oh. Matty Johns has got some great alter egos. Yeah, he does, he really doesn't does. he? He does a great job. No, I'd love that shit. Funny. So you talk about my com- comedy and where I want to go. Mm. Yeah, I'd love my own skit show on TV. Yeah, yeah. And bring back. Oh, I grew up the comedy company. Fast forward, fucking. Yep. Um, full frontal. Yeah, right. Like with Pointer and that. You know, oh, right. Yeah. Pointer. He was yep. um. Fuck, mate. That, I'd love to go that direction. Having my own skit show is pretty much a huge goal. Yeah, yeah. 
No, that's Would you sweet, start man. on your YouTube stuff? That's and- what I'm doing. Like, I've done a bit of cooking on there and a bit of a joke and a laugh, and I'm trying. That's, yeah, that's basically you've got to start somewhere, sort of thing. I reckon, like, we're all stumbling our way through this social media game, man, but I reckon, like, even for you, like with your comedy skits and that, yeah. like obviously, not obviously skits, you man. can't put like, well, love, or whatever the whatever the <laughs> yeah, word is, no. but like whatever you your things like you don't want to put your show up because that's what people are coming to see. But yeah, it's like yeah. if you have those little snippets just to because all you need is one of those snippets to go fucking bang, and then people go, "Who's this?" Cunt? You just need one thing to go virus. Yeah, that's right. Fucking sweet. That's it. Viral. One thing to go Weezer, and, and then, you're on. And then you're Weezer, and then you're sweet. You yeah, know what I mean? but like. Like funny yarns, like yarn, like like one I've written down just just recently was, was is Bert. Um, Bert's from Kogel. I don't even need to say his last name because anyone in the Northern Rivers knows who Bert is from the Kogel Turkeys. They're a local rugby league team. <laughs> <laughs> the turkeys are fucking mate. You, you beat him by sixty, and they beat you in the drinking game at the end, and they're fucking gentlemen. They're just big, tough fucking young blokes, and they, and everyone loves them. Like they're good mm. mob. And Bert's the, the head turkey. Like he's the king gobbler out there. Like the man. You guys just spoke to him before. Like he yeah, drinks thirty yeah. tins in a sitting, and that is not exaggerating. He calls it a loaf. So <laughs> we're fucking camping. He's, he's marrying my cousin, and uh, we're camping down in Ballina. Oh fucking yarny! We're we're camping down in Ballina, and I got a hold of this mortar shell. Yeah, like a firecracker. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, so I built a hundred mil pipe. It was New Year's Eve, and we've gone <laughs> gone across the beach, and I fucking dug this big fucking hole in the sand on this sandbar. Fucking plug this fucking mortar in it at about ten to twelve. Did everyone get back? Bert had had a loaf that day, and he doesn't get drunk. He just fucking looks at you. Well, he, he just doesn't get drunk. I'm like, get off the fucking sandbar. So me and another bloke and Bert. I won't mention the other bloke's name for legal reasons. We <laughs> we climb up the fucking hill. I lit it. It's fucking massive wick. It was a big homemade fucking firecracker. The bloke gave me. He said, mate, when you light the cunts. Make sure no one's around and fucking just get the fuck out of town. And I had a bloke give it to me. I thought, ah, oh, he's full of shit. So we're going up to the boat ramp, still on the edge of the boat ramp. I've lit this fucking thing on this huge wick. It was like a fucking 15, 20 metre wick. And you know in the movies, like the roadrunners trying to blow it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do that. The cunts go, Phew. and I'm just going, fuck, that's moving quick. And this copper goes, oh, well, it's lit. It's already lit. I'd lit it. Oh. I'm sitting there with a fucking lighter in my hand. Bert, Bert just goes, evening officers, and he just fucking left me. And the other bloke's gone. The other bloke I'm pretty sure is wanted in a lot of states. He just went, fucking coppers. He's legged it. I'm standing with a lot of my hand. Copper goes, what are you doing? And that, that I was drinking pretty heavily those days. I'm blind. I look at him and go, I'm really sorry. He goes, what for? And then, foo. <laughs> And then this thing just shook the fucking cop car. I nearly landed on the cop car. And like, I reckon nearly every tent in that fucking joint just fucking shook. And it's gone. And the cop is like looking at me. I went, fucking sorry. And he goes, the fuck is that, mate? And I went, I don't know what this is going to do. And it's just going. I'm going. And the cop had by this stage had enough time. The driver never got out. He was livid. The, the, thank fuck the bloke that passed that sense of humour. He had enough time to get out. This thing's still sailing, and it, like this fucking skyrocket. And we're both just looking. He goes, "What's going to happen?" I went, "I don't know." <laughs> and it's just gone. <laughs> Turn night into day. It was like wow. a fucking atomic bomb in the sky. <laughs> so just lit the joint up. It shook fucking Balna. 
like it, mate, it left a fucking hole you could stand in in his fucking sandbar. Fuck, that is funny, bud. What did the um, like, what did the what happened after that when the copper well, when it all sizzled down and went right? Well, good efforts here, later. He <laughs> basically just looked at me and he goes. Go back to wherever you came from. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> and I just went, mate, and he goes, because my phone is about to start fucking. I've ruined his night. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. the driver just goes, you're a fuckwit. And I went, yep. He goes, have you got any more? And I went, e- no. So I did have one more. Mm. <laughs> and I said, it's bigger. And he goes, don't like the fucking thing. And then we never did. It's still, I, I don't actually know who's got it. <laughs> but someone might have lit it by now. But yeah, it was, that was me yarn there. Anyway, we're camping and Bert comes over. Fuck, that's funny. Bert, Bert comes over to me and he goes, let's go fishing. I want to put some crab pots in. And I went, oh, yeah. And and my cousin comes over and she goes, dickhead's been drinking all day. And I went, oh, you be right. And I said, how many had, Bert? He goes, a loaf. That's 30 tins. And I'm not exaggerating. Oh, a loaf, that's good, eh? I like you just heard him then. What did he say to you before? I'm halfway through a fucking deck. Loaf, yeah. So he just drank a deck to Savi. That's 15 beers. Anyway, I said, he goes, you're half a fucking driver. And I went, the boat? He goes, you're not driving my fucking boat, gun. You're driving the car. And I went, yeah, right, eh? Drive, drive the fucking, drive the boat down behind me. We get to the fucking thing. He goes, I'm reversing it in. And I went, yeah, right, eh? So he reverses the boat in. It's got all these dillies, not crab pots. Dillies. That's like, yeah, clear, that's right. a different um, different style pot, yeah. but. Yeah, yeah, it was like different. Anyway. You'll kill, kill a lot of shit if well, you don't pull them out quickly. Well, yeah, he's got, he's, it's, his boat's called they the They work aqua- well. Well, his boat's called the Aquaholic. Yeah, and nice. It's written all over the side of it. And, and the other one was called the Unsinkable the Second, and we don't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we get in the boat. And we're driving out. And he goes, all right, dude, Kerb, I'll fucking put the mullet in the dilly. I'll throw you the dilly. You throw the dilly overboard. And I went, it's a fucking great system, Bert. He goes, works. And I went, right, righto. He's down one end, just on dark, fucking hammered. I'm pretty pissed. Mulling it up, throw him the dilly. I'm throwing the dilly overboard. Up a bit, up past the bow on a fucking ferry, north end there. Throws her out, throw her out, throw her out. Now, Bert is a bluer, and he's not a fucking half bluer. He'll fucking, he'll belt you. <laughs> Yes, I think he puts his head torch on. He goes, "Well, the milk bottles doing kicking around your feet." And I went, oh, "I don't fucking know." He goes, "Did you tie them cunts to the dillies?" And I went, "Not if they're sitting in the boat." We lost every one of his fucking ten new oh, dillies. Oh no, oh, true. And we know how much you New South Wales blokes love your dillies. <laughs> <laughs> so Big Bert's trying to fucking get to me. You going to fucking belt me? He goes, You're going in to get him. And he was going to fucking. You're know, bigger, bigger than me. You're going to fucking throw me overboard. You know, I calm him down. He goes, "We'll go fishing." He pulls out six cans of whiskers. Fucking cat food. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gets a knife, punches all these fucking holes in the side of these cans, gets the old telecom rope, blue and yellow Parramatta rope, ties them to the fucking thing, throws them overboard, ties them to the edge of the boat. I said, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, ah, it's burly. And I went, right. Now, the Ballina River is full of fucking bull sharks. Mm. We're both blind. At this stage, you realise the bung wasn't in. I'm at the front, my feet are getting wet. <laughs> I'm going, Bert, my feet are wet. He goes, ah, oh, fucking hell. And he's like, oh, the bung. And the bung was, you know, yeah. screwed. So he's leaning over in the middle Sitting there, starting to fish. Next minute, the boat just went, boof, to the left. And I'm just going, fuck. And he goes, oh, fucking hell. And he on 10-meter rope. And I said, what's going on? He goes, fucking bull sharks got all of the fucking can. We're in a fucking lure. We're basically sitting on the river in a fucking live lure. <laughs> this fucking bull shark's walking us up the river to our death. Fucking hell. And he's just going, dab you right, don't worry about it. And then <laughs> as we're getting dragged to the left, something hits the back of the boat and he goes, oh, that's getting a bit fucking nasty. You know, we better fuck off. He said, pulling them whiskats. I said, you get fucked. I'm not pulling them whiskats in. The kind of drank another 10 fucking tins. I had 40 tins or something that day. What was the whiskats for? Because Burly. The, but yeah. I mean... So, so his theory. So he's lost the fucking dillies. Yeah. 
and then threw the whisk hats out. Oh, so you're fishing now. Fishing. You're fishing. So okay, his theory sorry. was I got you. 10, 12 metre rope yep. with a fucking whisk hat. He punches a hole through it, ties it right, throws it over, and then I'll get the fish going. Yeah, go. It yeah. just got every fucking bull shark in that barrel <laughs> a river going. One of these two big fat blokes said, Oh, you fucking feed here, boys. <laughs> Word got around. Like, fuck, uh, we only just got out of there, eh? Mate, he's living about them dillies. Fuck me. Oh, that's what you chasing? It would have been chasing sand crabs, eh? In a no, dill- muddies. In a dill- yeah, no, muddies. In muddies. muddies. Yeah. yeah. Down that way. Yeah. Oh, muddies everywhere down there. Yeah. 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 We get yeah, um, right. blue, we get blue swimmers. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Um, so they work a lot better in dillies, I find, sand crab and, and the yeah. blues. No, um, a lot of the Moolumbar, like where, where I'm from, the Toyd River, they put their yeah, dillies out. With, they get muddies in them. Good yeah, right. muddies too. Yeah. Yeah, right. There's fucking old Bert and the Ballina River nearly got us killed, eh? Shout out to Bert and the Ballina River. Fuck that. That's fucking river. awesome. <laughs> Mate, have you got any fucking, have you got any rippers that you want to, that you haven't, let rip yet because we got we got a few guest questions here that I wanna that I wanna hit you with. The only thing I wanted to say is we brushed past oh, yeah. Bert Kreischer. Yeah, a big fan of yours, big fan of mine, big fan of Tom's yeah. as well. <laughs> we're we're big fan of his. We're, he's not big fans of us. We're big fans of his. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was just thinking, if yeah. someone's here listening to Bert Kreischer, yeah, yeah. a fan of mine, yours, and his, yeah. we're fucking bigger <laughs> than that's what, what I was are. thinking. No, you are, mate. You just haven't met us. Oh, mate, he'd love us. <laughs> he'd love us. Well, but, yeah. so Bert Kreischer's life. I'll just have a sip of me fucking Bundaberg rum here. I'll fucking yeah. give them a share. Cane cut is cordial, mate. How yeah, good's better beer, though? Well, not oh, like, it's just better. Not a bad beer. Like some giving a fair crack over there. Better than other beer, pretty much. <laughs> Jogging a cam window tin, glass and glass. <laughs> um, where are we going, Bert Kreischer? So, what's that movie? The the um, Van Wilder. Mm. Yeah, that Van was w- written about Bert in college. Yeah, right. It's based on a true story. So Van, Van Wilder was based on with Bert. Ace Vert. No, no, no. Van, no. Van Wilder was. Oh, what am uh, I thinking? Can't think of that chap's name. He, um, you'll see it here in a sec on, on here. I thought he's famous from the machine. Well, the machine story is what sent him viral. Mm. That's that's that got him going. But Van Wilder, there it is. There. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Van Wilder, Ryan Reynolds, basically mm. in college, Bert was known like as there, there was there's there's Matt, there was Matt, he was on the front cover of magazines like he was. The biggest pisshead. So if people, just quickly, if people don't know who Burt Kreischer is, he's a famous fucking comedian in America. Look him up. He's a fucking legend. He's I just going, wanted to say that in case someone didn't massive. know who he was. He's you know going I mean? massive. He's best yeah. mates with Tom Segura, who's probably one of the, for me. They do it, yeah. They the do best. a um, pod two bears. Two bears, one cave. cave. Yeah. It's a great it's show. It's getting bigger too, that podcast. That it's is huge. such a following. In Australia, like on the um, podcast It's growing Australia, on the chart, yeah. It's growing, yeah. Mm. But Burt's got his, I see, so Burt was Burt the Conqueror on the Travel Channel. Yeah. And, um... He, he was, yeah, he went, but he, yeah, yeah. So National Lampoons did a, did a movie based on Bert's life at college. Wow, I did not know. And this. he got not a dollar out of it. Really? No. no. Did he get approached to? Yep. He sat down and told him his story at college. What, and there's not one thing about him. Like looking at this no. thing here, he's not even mentioned once. No. A film gross of what? Twenty one million three hundred five. Yeah, yeah he was talking about it on one of his podcasts, and they said, "Did you ever go on with it?" He goes, "I didn't worry about it." Fan tries various schemes to earn enough money to pay his tuition and graduation with help from Gwen and the rest of the student body except a couple of sinister enemies who attempt to sabotage his efforts. Like, there's not even fucking so one thing about him. I think, like, the plot has nothing to do with Bert, but that main character mm. was, was, was Bert Kreiser. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's... <clears throat> Mate, I just can't believe he ran a marathon He's a freak, eh? at um, the non-healthy version he is. I wouldn't say that. He was 49. 49. And had a few tins in his day. Had a few. Borderline alcoholic. Borderline alcoholic. 
Yeah. His laugh, there there I crease at his laugh every time he laughs. Oh, mate. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, he's like wheezing. What, what movie did Burt Kreiser in, um, inspire? Wait, but didn't I listen to a thing the other day? Apparently, he's doing his own movie. Yeah, the machine. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, his trailer's out now. Yeah. What's well, going to go to Russia and? It, yeah, I think they filmed it in Serbia. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So over two decades ago, comedian Burt Kreischer inspired the Van Wilder movie franchise. He's partially described his connection to Van Wilder in the 2020 Netflix special, Hey Big Boy. Yeah, right, eh? Hey so his fucking, specials are fucking legendary. So there yeah. you go. So if you're looking for a, if, cool. if you go and have a look, just a big fat bloke with his shirt off on stage, just crushing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And just tells the best. This is why I love the guy because he tells, and this is what I see Australia doesn't have comedians like this. Yeah. And this is what no. I want to do. I, I do not want to stand on stage with my shirt off, but yeah. I want to get on stage and talk, st- tell stories about my life and my family. Yeah, yeah. And and, and just true. So, so his right. stories are all pretty true, but he puts mayo on them. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Well, and, you fucking have to, man. And that's like, where that's I want to go. Whole, yeah, that's prime. Yeah. Good stuff. And I think Cam mentioned before when we had a piss, but um, I don't want to let go. Is like if someone is looking to go and experience the open mic night or thinking like, oh, hey, I want to give comedy a go or be a comedian and give it a crack, how do they go about it? What's the best well, way to get into it, you reckon? Up here, there's nothing. Like, when I come to Gladstone, I, I made a few inquiries a couple of weeks before I come up. Yeah. And, and no one had heard of an open mic in the pub up here. So I don't know about these sort of areas, but in, in your cities, definitely, there is fucking open mic five nights yeah, a week. Brisbane, that'd be, if you could find one They're every everywhere. night. Every you? city, you can get an open mic night. Yeah. Yep. And that's, if you want to do it, just fucking do it. I, I encourage it so, man. And, and that's what I was saying before about, like I said, 75% of them aren't funny. Yeah. But they're going to be one day. And they're having a crack. Because I can tell you the most daunting thing you can do in life is grab a microphone, get pushed out through a fucking curtain and the, with, with 10, 12 people sitting in there and go, when does the comedy start? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. you're halfway through a joke, yeah. Oh, you love that comedy. As soon as you shut the fuck up, cunt, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was that Jimmy Carr one about the tickets and he goes, you got me or something? Oh no no! Because that was the same. When does a comedy start or whatever? Yeah, yeah he did. He did that. Oh yeah, 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 I love Jimmy Carr. I don't know if you'll be able to hear this, but I got I got <laughs> I had this fucking bloke mouthing off at me one night. Just giving me, he goes, "Hey mate, you're pretty fat." I went, "No shit, I've just spoke about it for twenty fucking minutes," <laughs> and he's just kept going and like. Just keeps fucking going. He just, oh, yeah, man, yeah, fucking, yeah. And I said, hey, I said, hey, big fella. And he's like, yeah, and I've only ever said this once. And I'd written it for this fuckwit. This, mm. this will happen one day. Yeah, and yeah. it happened. And I said, hey, your mum must have the biggest cunt in Australia. And he just deadpanned me. And he went, what? And the whole crowd went, there was a fair crowd there. They went, oh. And he goes, say that again. And I said it again. He goes, why? I said, to drag your fucking mouth out of it. <laughs> and he just went, hi. And he just sat down. And everyone's, play on, sir. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Right. yeah. Continue yeah. Shut story. the fuck up. Shut yeah. the, no one's coming there to listen to you being a fuckwit. You, you'll get, um, the worst one I've ever had is um, a middle-aged woman who just fucking sat there and sprayed me and sprayed me and sprayed just me. Just kept going. And just, she was drunk and thank God the club owner just went, yeah, get the fuck get the out. Fuck out. Yep. Like, it was just bad. She's like, that wouldn't have happened like that. I'm yeah. like, oh. Oh, like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. No, of course it didn't happen like, like that. Like, if you're going to if you're gonna heckle in a way that it, it creates more comedy and like, oh. a, like that's fucking awesome. It gives you a little bit of a platform. But if it's like that, then it's like, I love that Amy Schumer with Mike Tyson and like going, is, he, is, is his t- interpreter here? The roast. Yeah, the roast. That, well, we, sh- we should touch on the roast actually quickly. So, do they do roasts in Australia? I don't know. Is if they still- do, fuck, I'd love a crack at it. I know. Me too. I, I don't know if it could work over here. Why not? I know. But I why not? Is stuff. everyone just too... Uh, we should start it. 
I don't think it'll work over here. I think people are too serious over here. I don't, I don't think... If you watch them roast, they're fucking bad. They are great. They do not. Like, fuck it. That one of... Um, Charlie Sheen. That Charlie Sheen roast is the most viral one ever. It's not even about, like, Charlie Sheen got a bit of a heat, but Mike Tyson fucking... How bad is she fucking Hammer Tyson? Yeah, what about the bloated getting dredged out of a harbour bloke? Yeah, Yeah, full on. I don't know. I I could do it. I could sit on stage and let everyone just, like, ten comedians just fucking hammer me. I'd love... My mate Paul Mamone, who's one of my closest comedian friends, fucking destroys me every chance he gets. Yeah, yeah. He said about me the other night, he was on stage at my own fucking show, I was sitting... Fuck. I positioned myself next to a Bay Marie, and he oh, spotted no. me, and he goes, "Look at Buster. He looks like the fucking dinosaur in Jurassic Park, breathing on the window of the car." Yeah. At the Bay <laughs> and I'm just like, "Oh, that's fucking awesome!" But isn't it like I reckon? Oh, the roast of the best. I have my brother-in-law um, over at Northwest over the other thing, and he goes, "Oh, all you're good for is raping a pantry," and it was. <laughs> and- <laughs> <laughs> and oh, like we like we were losing our shit, and I was just generally so happy well, about to, that comment. Yeah. I'm like, that's comedy. Um, I'm like, that is great. I got yeah. a skinny sister, and I had an uncle. I still have an uncle, and he one day said, <laughs> "That sounded dodgy." I've got a sister; she's skinny, and I've got an uncle. And uncles are dodgy normally. <laughs> well, this bloke isn't. He, this bloke, Reg. Shout out to Reg the Trucky. From, from down fucking Round Mountain. He is a fucking legend of the roads. On your edge. He said to me one day, we're sitting there, we were young people, and I, Reggie probably won't remember this, so I fucking never forget it. And I've used this so many times on people. So if you've got a fat brother and a skinny brother or whatever, you just go, he, so I'm sitting there and he goes, I was putting shit on my sister and then putting, I wanted food, it was Christmas Day or something. Reg goes, hey Bert, your fucking bedroom must be fucking closer to the kitchen than Rachel's because she's skinny and I'm fat and he just fucking destroyed me. I've done that to so many people. Yeah, this yeah. Fat, lippy bloke with his mouth off and his brother's sitting there skinny and he's going, your bedroom must be closer to the kitchen than that poor cunt, huh? You don't get a feed, mate. <laughs> like, it'll just shut a fat bloke up every time. Like, ah, oh, fuck. But what I don't get right, anyone who's willing to give people shit, like like I said, I've roasted cyclists, caravanners, whatever, and all this shit, and it's all in good jest and fun, but I realise that me putting myself out there and being on these videos online and shit like that, people are going to have the chance to roast me. Do you think for a second that I haven't just roasted myself yeah. in any way possible? Like, I'm And pe- you got to be at peace with the flaws of who you are because I'm if you're not... I'm about this podcast because pe- people going, yeah, oh, you're fat, fucking... Oh, no, they probably won't, Like, but that's, nah. just, me. that's just how I think of it. Yeah, and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I have mates out there who are... Well, I'll say mates with a fucking... The rabbit ears up. Yeah, like, yeah. That'll, oh, yeah, you got on there and tell you fucking bullshit stories. And I was going to talk to the cunt I was talking about then. Like, go and ring Bert yeah. and say, did Bert fucking, you constantly die in a river and he throw you? Yeah, but, yeah. mate, even if you did do that, we're keeping someone busy driving six hours to work yeah, with yeah, head yeah. noise like a motherfucker. Yep. And that's what we're doing. We're having a laugh and, and a fucking exactly chat. that's exactly it, mate. And that's what I just love that. that and that's where you guys are going and, and, and like, doing what you're doing and, and you hear so many people ringing up, and I've got so much respect for you blokes for what you're doing. Without knowing what you're doing, you're doing a lot. When I first heard you, and I will not fucking piss in your pocket, when I first heard you, I just thought, oh, these couple of fucking hillbillies from Queensland. <laughs> and I listened to it for 10 minutes, and I went, ah, fucking turn this shit off. I can't mm. say fucking. And I'm not lying to you. Like, yeah, yeah, I, that's and great. I, I wasn't about it. I'm like, ah, fuck, I don't know what they're fucking. I think, I think it was because you were talking about Queensland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, you're And I'm like, fucking, oh, I love the Blues, and I love them. I'm a massive Dragons fan, um, which is a fucking downfall. But mm. um, I'm a huge Dragons fan. I, I'm a massive blues fan. 
And I reckon it was around Origin time that someone put me on to you. No, I'm oh, yeah. Spruik, and I'm like, oh, fuck these cats. We, you know, and the fucking all oh, the New South sure. Wales boys were living in Queensland for a year, and we beat you all at home three <laughs> games in a row, whatever. And I, so I was off his, and I, th- and I started listening. Something drew me back in. It might have been off your face. He, I, I've got TikTok, but I think it's a Chinese spyware thing, so I won't watch it on that paranoia. Yeah, yeah. So I, I found his on Insta, I think, or something, and it was a snip. And I went, that is fucking hilarious. And it was a calling. It was a mm, yeah. And I went, that's fucking funny. Well, mate, the funniest cunts, in my opinion, on planet Earth, are old Aussie blokes. That's where I'm going with this. You guys, for me, have instilled that the Aussie, fucking Aussie culture is so alive and the people that live so close to the fucking ocean on the east coast of Australia got their head buried so far in their own fucking arse and world and get offended by everything, it's slowly creeping west, this woke fucking bullshit, and I'll call it. And it's been called by blokes like Bert. I think this woke thing is going to fucking t- reverse. Mm. Oh, it has to. Because fuck, man, and I'm passionate about this. Yeah. You have to take yourself less fucking seriously. Yeah, mate. And if you're it, a joke, is a joke. If That's you're right. poking fun of the cripple, I'll burr. I will burr up. If you're poking fun of the bloke because he's black, I will burr up. But if that guy is fucking jesting back and forward and laughing and joking and he's not offended, I'm fucking cool. Bro, I've I, got an Indian mate that I cannot say on here what I say to that poor cunt. Yeah, and, yeah. and the shit that he says to me is fucking hilarious. But mate, like the for I've just got a, I've got a dangerous stage of I go that's comedy or I'm trying to have a go at you. I want to hurt you. Yes. Or, yes. or you're trying to hurt me yes. and I need to come back. But I go, oh, you're the sensitive type. I can't actually say that. It's it, it's. I won't get offended. Like I yeah. I, I feel like yeah. But mate, like the perfect example of that the other day, right? Is Christina, shout out to you. She was going to come on the show the other day, right? Yep. She commented, like, when, when Knuckles had the wheelchair joke or whatever. Obviously, it was oh, a yeah, joke. Yeah. He said it afterwards, right, yep, yep. about leaving her in the swing or whatever. Anyway, she's commented and someone's tagged her and she commented, she goes, oh, that's an old joke. I was hoping for a funny true story. And I'm like, what a fucking legend. Yeah. She's just – and then, like, we we're going to get her on the show and we will later on, but – in that scenario, like if someone said to me, what a fucking ugly cunt, like as in like just whatever the features I got or whatever, you'd just take it on board and go, that's funny, you know, so. So Eddie, um, Eddie Murphy, fuck, shout out Eddie Murphy. Oh, Ed, um, Steady Eddie. Steady Eddie. Steady Eddie. I grew up, I grew up with Steady Eddie. Like I said, I'm the actual you, Steady. Yeah, no, no, sorry. Yeah. Grew up with him on TV. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah, say. Yeah, gonna... Steady Eddie <laughs> is a guy that brought awareness to himself. Mm. To be funny, and it's like me putting myself on about being fat, and I, I have different sets about my anxiety, and I really go into it. Um, and that's me putting myself out there. Steady Eddie had some of the best fucking jokes. Like he would, and I will, I, I, I think it'd be rude if I tried to use his voice, but he had a joke about a woman walking down the street, and his joke was, "Oh, if only she had a limp." <laughs> and that was him. He said that. Yeah. And and it was. Fucking, I think he's on the footy show. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. The best. And and he's like, I sing Steve Eddie Life. <laughs> but imagine driving past the car and the passenger. But he, said, but, he, but, he um, but he said about, um, he took a bed, a girl to bed one night and she was ooing and ahhing and he had her fucking doing all his stuff. And she's like, oh, don't stop, don't stop. And he goes, just calm down. I'm trying to hold on to you to get into bed. <laughs> Like that's steady. He did that. Like, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. back when I grew up, that was fucking funny. Yeah. There's no way. I don't, well, I don't think. Like, if I said that, that's fucking scum. 
that's me punching down. Well, well yeah. here's, here's my goat comedian man is Rodney Roode. I love Rodney mm. Roode. That is he he is he is my goat, and that's just because of just me. He just nails me, and like I know he's not in this world now or whatever, but for me to to get me creasing like as in fucking laughing until I cry. I used to go through if I was tired. If I was That's tired, awesome. I would go through his Spotify, which is no longer there, which is a joke. Yeah, and took it off. And mate, I'd fucking listen to it and his live sets and heckling and yeah, fuck, he was funny, mate. I that's what it wasn't football. It was you doing his voice. Oh yeah, yeah. And I thought this young cunt. He can nail it. He can do was, a full set of Rodney. Yeah, I yeah. know. It, it, but what, what it was, I, I, did, did you know? I tell you what it was. Yeah. I heard you doing that, and I thought. This can't just get on the back of Roddy Roode because no one's going to know who he is anymore. Yeah, yeah. And then I listened again, and then you were talking about Roode, and went, and that's what I liked. Is yeah, that's, it wasn't footy. Yeah. I think I hated you for footy anyway. Well, but, <laughs> but I went, I went, ah, oh, no, this guy's love well, Roddy Roode. Well, mates, Roode, yeah. we've been trying to get Roode on You're the show that. for a while, and no, no, I see, and don't say you and, can't. No, well, you never. I'd, no, I'd challenge you. Never say never. I'd, we've been I'll trying. I'll bring his fucking gravy. I'll dig him back up. But, but a lot of people have been saying, a lot of people have been saying, like, where is he in that? And look, people have reached out and said, look. Rodney's a older, like he's in his eighties or whatever Respire. now, and like we seen him when he was eighty six, seven years ago. Yeah, can you Google he, Rodney Root age? He's pretty old. How old is Rodney Root? So, but so anyway, seventy nine years old. We've we've reached oh, so out. Oh, he's not in his eighties. So we've reached out to him. the to the legend. Call Funny. So if anyone knows him, just like we don't need him to come on and be like, yeah, like I want to talk to this man, like as in this bloke who created the he's character. He's the guy of Rude. you need to talk to. And his partner him. wrote most of his content that I only found out a few years ago. Really? Shit. Yes, a lot of his content was written by his wife. I'll talk to you off air about Rodney. Yeah. yeah. Um, with the connection that I've got, I don't know Rodney Root, but I know a guy whose parents are quite close with him. I just, I think he's just disappeared into the. Yeah, which is weird. And if he's finished with that and he doesn't want to talk about it, it's sweet. But, like, some people are like, where is he? Because we're, like, we made it our mission to try and get him oh, for no, a while. I was loving it. I was hoping you were going to get him. I love oh. that um, Kevin Bloody Wilson just goes straight underneath him. How good is Kevin Bloody Wilson? Have he's you seen not anymore. He's too woke, I reckon. Oh, has he? I haven't heard of him. He's Kevin Bloody Wilson. Has he gone woke? He's woke as fuck. Oh. Yeah, have you listened to any of his shit lately? No. That Nigel. Nigel. I'm calling you out, brother. Oh, mate. Bring why, back the original. Why? What's he doing? Just listen to we won't comment on it. We'll say, let's have a little debrief. We'll listen to this afterwards and you'll go, oh, yeah, right. now you know what I'm on about. He, he's a funny dude. He used to be him. like um, oh, the man. all the earrings in the face. You went cut up in me tackle box yeah. and shit like that. <laughs> like, like, like the old diesel. Can you what say that? Rod- the diesel dike. Rodney Rude's grandfather. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's nothing. Like Wait, did, that you now. See, did you see someone went on the Wikipedia a while ago? Yeah. And change fucking. And it changed said, back again. And said, yeah, it's send cool. Rodney Rude's fucking um, son, Randy Foote. <laughs> I, I went straight to it. Have a look. Um, we went to yeah. we went to Seagulls years ago, and I, one of my best mates and blood brother, Glenn, Glenn Campbell, and he sings the song, The Well Hung Plowboy. Oh, nice. He's a well hung plowboy. Swinging his meat. Oh, fuck, mate. Um, I, used to know. I love that one. He's like, Nigel was the tribal elder from the Krakatini oh, no, tribe. That's, that's Kevin. His name was Nunga Nunga Sun, but we yeah. just called him Nigel. <laughs> when, when he was trying to baptize him, mm. he goes, he goes, fuck, I can smell bacon, Kev. He goes, oh, well, you go and find it. I won't say what he said. <laughs> you go and find it. And so Nigel's gone and found him up in the fucking river, and this bloke's fucking baptized him in the, in the name of Jesus. Kevin Wilson says, he is. 
did you see Jesus? And Nigel's like, nah, is that's where the cunt fell in or what? Oh, fuck, mate. Those blokes oh. out there were funny. Yeah, he's, yeah man. He, he, like, they, for they for example, like, my, my old boy loves him as well, but my mum... Mum's a like school teacher and that. Yeah, she's got a great sense of humour. Yeah, my mum wouldn't. Not my my mum's got a great sense of humour and that, but she's not like about the crude stuff and that. But she yeah. said to me, she goes, Rodney Rude, he's very crude and that. She said, but she went and watched him live and he goes, he got me. He got me. Yeah, he goes, he made me laugh and like she, he, he cracked her and she said, it's just those little things like he's got his props. Like I remember when we were up there and he grabbed these a string. Three strings held to three pillows, and he goes, "Yeah, Dixie chicks tampon," and like just. He was such a bad dude. It's funny but that he, you mentioned the parents too, because like my old girl, she um, when she finished her nursing degree, she went and worked at a hotel for a bit before she got into hospital. And he was in a lift one night with her, and she worked at the hotel, and she was off him. Mm. He must have been carrying yeah. on or whatever, <laughs> and she's just never warmed up again about no, Rodney Root. Yeah. But I'm going. He's that, just an idol. But that it's, song, like, oh, yeah, it's like, him. I'm a well-hung plowboy. Yeah. Sneaking up on my horse to have an intercourse. Yeah. yeah. He goes, and fuck dude with great force. Yeah. yeah. He's just, yeah, he's fucking prime, mate. The, some of the songs. And it's sad, the limericks, that, it's the sad that there's never going to be someone like him <laughs> nah, that's put that be. content but, out. And no one mm. could do it. Like, yeah, his wife, like his wife, he come home, she goes, I want a divorce. Yeah. Why? Because you fucked that horse. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like he reckons he was in a hallway once. He goes, um, there was a fight. There was a fight in the hallway, right? And he goes, there was a um, there was a big blue, and someone goes, yeah, yeah, kick it, cunt in. And he reckons he went, yeah, kick it in now. <laughs> <laughs> like just hey, stuff um, like there's, that. There's a story about his grandfather. He goes, ah, oh, my grandfather went to the policeman's ball. He goes, can I tell a joke? And he goes, what? What's round and wet when you put your finger in it? And the copper goes, what, Mr. Rudy? goes, I can't. <laughs> and they hit me grandfather and threw him fucking out. And he goes, you come back next year. And he goes, hey, officer, can I tell another joke? And he goes, yeah. He goes, what's round and it's wet when you put your finger in it? And the police officer goes, surely he's going to say an eye. He goes, no, it's still a cunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't do that on stage. No. Well, I'll tell you a real quick Even one. the Prime Minister one, like the Dal Shell Ping. Like, no, sounds like, like a, a fucking ricochet. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> trying to his name and spoon. Yeah, Throw yeah, him down yeah. the stairs. Bing, bong, ding. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I was on a boat. We were on a, uh, Me, Paul Mamone and John Peacock were on a fucking boat. And we, mm. we're on a fucking boat. And we're doing a boat cruise comedy thing on a little fucking, on a Tweed River on a little boat. Yeah, yeah. And Sounds was, like a show, that. It was terrible. It was 40 blokes, 40, cup, 40 people yeah. trapped on a fucking boat for three and a half hours with us three idiots. They went for three and a half hours, and I got on stage. I got on the boat, and a lady goes, here's a microphone. Can you go for about an hour? I went, what? She has the three of you. It's just do an hour each. It's a three-hour cruise. I went, no. An hour? Holy fuck. And it was fucking <laughs> blokes are on the piss. We're blind, and I got fucking seasick and spewed overboard on the river. <laughs> anyway, this bloke, Duva, comes up, lives across the road from him. He's a plasterer. Fucking blind, and we're on this little fucking houseboat as wide as this, and he's fucking sniggling down the side here, and he goes, "Hey, Curb, can I tell a joke?" And I went, "Yeah." And he goes, "What is the best vegetable for your memory?" And I went, "I don't know." This is with the microphone in front of everyone. He goes, "It's a cucumber." And I went, "Oh, why?" Like we had two microphones. I said, "Why?" And he goes, "My uncle stuck one in my ass when I was six, and I never forgot." <laughs> <laughs> Drop the mic. Boof. Drop the mic. Yeah. 
It was the funniest fucking <laughs> night, funniest <laughs> moment of the whole boat. Yeah. Lucas just bought the fucking yeah. house down. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> That's what I love. Just like the random comes in blind and just got a fucking. But he never made a fuss. No, and that, and, and that dry humour, dead leaving, just dead it, dropped when, his mic yep, on the floor. Yep. Well, when you got to deal with an hour after, after that. Well, we went up the river. I did a set. Someone got me a pie from the fucking servo at Moolam Bar. Stevie, magpie, got a fucking. He goes, I'm fucking starving. He gets off the boat at the pontoon near the Riviera Hotel, runs straight across the shell servo, gets a bag full of four and twenty pies, comes back. Throws me the fucking pie. Because that one of them, Buster. I mean, yeah, right. I chewed, got halfway down the river. Must have been crook. I started spewing. Oh, fuck. It was a wild night. The boys still blow up about it, eh? Remember that night you trapped us on that boat for three and a half hours? <laughs> With Doover and a cucumber? Mate, how do you go... So, if, if something goes to shit, like if you've got a set booked, how long's a set normally? Oh, mate, so... Open mic generally. So if you do something with um, Sit Down Comedy Club, like an amateur night, it's five minutes tight. But I mean, if you're like your tour next year. Oh, an hour. So have you ever done one of those and the crowd's just not into it? And how the fuck do you get through that? If you're like 10 minutes in and you just go, wow, this is not happening. Have you had that? No. And, and as a storyteller, yeah. ter- yeah. terrifying. Mm. And I don't know how that'll go. But What's your longest set so far? Uh, 15. So you, yeah, right. So next year, you first, on top of that. So it's your yep. first crack at yep. the fucking full-on... I'm, I'm promoting it myself. So what my theory is, is basically go around Australia, or you know, west, I want to go west. Yeah. Like yep. west of the divide, where, where cunts have still got humour like we have. Yeah, where we're still asleep, not work yet. Oh, yes. <laughs> I will go I will go find a charity in town. Yep. So if uh, um, a bloke's kill himself, like a farmer, yep. or, or, or there's a charity in town... I will charge a certain amount per ticket. Fifty percent of that will go to beautiful yeah. that charity yeah, or nice that family mate. or something. So I'll ahead of myself. so I'm basically just going to go through the foot rugby league clubs. I've got yeah. a mate that, that's pretty high up in the um, the rugby league area, and he can give me plenty of names to contact. Contact them, and basically what my theory is is in the hour hour and a half, there'll probably be about half an hour of comedy. Yeah, and it's going to be a bit of Q and A. It's it, it's going to be very much promoted as a mental health thing. Yeah, so we'll have a laugh. I'll go in there and have a laugh, but then I want the boys to shoot some questions. Yeah. Have some funny yarns. Get up and tell me a fucking joke. Do yeah. the, get up and tell me about your cucumber joke. Yeah, that's fine. And then bring awareness to mental health and, 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 and get it going like that. Yep. Nice. Oh, that's great, bro. That's good. That's the theory. Awesome, mate. Well, I hope it all fucking goes really well for you, man. And, hey, I'm sure we can keep in contact with you. And yeah. when you, when it kicks off, we can fucking get around it. And um, Well, I'm not coming to Queensland until winter because you can get <laughs> fucked. It's fucking so hot up Stay here. away from Barney Point, you mad cunt. <laughs> yeah, the young Oz. <laughs> Go to somewhere deeper than your knees. <laughs> <laughs> well, I float. We've already established it. So. Oh, fuck. But, mate, hey, we normally wrap things up with, um, with a few guest questions. <laughs> so... Can I start one off um, yeah. just quickly? What's your favourite burger you've made so far? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Have to be the Oklahoma. Oklahoma, fuck me. I've had no food and rum. Uh, Oklahoma burger. So break it down for us. The Oklahoma burger is um, basically two meat patties. Mm. You put them on as a ball. You, you put onion. So you cover the plate with onion. And you start the onion cooking, and yep. then you get the meat patty, and you squash the meat patty into the raw onion. Stop it. Yep. Get it there. Put two bits of cheese on it, and then put them on top of each other. So you've got like sort of a, a crispy raw onion and two bits of meat with the fucking cheese on it. A couple of pickles. 
I don't believe tomato sauce belongs on burgers, and if you do, you're a fuckwit. Um, I make a special sauce, which is just um, tomato sauce. <laughs> oh, you fuckwit. <laughs> tomato yeah, yeah. sauce, mayo, and pickle juice. Yeah, so right. So you just pour a bit of the pickle juice in. I throw a bit of chilli flake in there, yeah. and then um, that's it. So I don't oh, – fuck it, tomato sauce. Fuck me, you wreck a burger with tomato sauce. The only thing tomato sauce belongs on is a pie, mm. and that's it. So You're a bit of a sausage fan yourself. What's that? Bunning sausages this morning. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. Oh, yeah, bunny sausage. Yeah. Onion oh, I'm a barbie See, man. see, there's, barbie. A, there's, there's yeah, the thing, like Buster, sausage. too. There's the thing, is that I'd feel safe if you were cooking me a burger. Yeah, you know, if you're going to stereotype... But, but I mean, if you're going to stereotype yeah, never trust a fucking skinny cook. If you're going to stereotype oh, a bloke, if, if I rolled in right with the missus and we were going to this flash new burger joint, and they said, hey, the chef's coming out. I said to say a few words. If you rolled out and said, right, oh, brother, I'm cooking you the Oklahoma, I'm going to say, darling, we're in safe hands. Dripping in sweat. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Shit. Yeah, this, cunt knows what he, this cunt knows this what he's doing. This cunt can cook a burger. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's got canola and the 44s which, at the back. Which yeah. is why I think. <laughs> been swimming in oil, this cunt. Which is why I think what you're doing and the show, Burgers with Buster, and everything works well and bringing that. You know, the humour, but then breaking down the mental health side of things. Like, similar right. to what we're trying to do, have a laugh, but then sneak a bit of fucking, hey, boys, it's all good sort yep. of thing in, you know? So my theory is, good. these things cost me $1,000 an episode to put on. Yeah. Right? I've got a guy, Josh Northeast, who is the bloke who's filming this now. He's he's doing the first, he did them for free. And I we broke it down. We spoke about a season two. He said, mate, it's, it's basically 1000 bucks an episode. So basically for me, I need the followers, I need the sponsors and I want to get bigger because I've got access to fucking very funny comedians. Yeah. yeah. Access to like famous comedians. I've got access to these people but I need I need money mm. and I've got to need to pay these guys and because everyone did it for free. The first episode, everyone did it for free. Yeah. So I, th- I think I need to talk to people who have made it mm. and mate, there's a lot of people who have made it that have got fucking demons that they've fought. Yeah, like, to get sure. Rodney Rude to oh. sit down and cook him a burger and oh, go, that's right. how the fuck? Because... None of his shit's true. Yeah, I no, 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 no. If it was. What a fucking talented... That's what I mean. To write that like, shit. For people, that's what I mean is in to get rude. A lot of people are going, yeah, they want him to sit here and be rude. I want to sit there and dive into the mind of the yeah. bloke who fucking thought of that character. Cause that's, mate, what a fucking guy to talk to. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, what, that's what my I thing is. I feel like is. we need to do it. Someone needs to do it now as he's 79 years old. Yeah, yeah. Old right now. I want to do it Google. as like a time capsule for the what? bloke. Fuck it. He know. was born in 1943. Like, there you go. So in 1963, his shit wouldn't have worked then because mm. that was in the hippie era and that sort of stuff. You need to find out how he went from where he went to the echelons uh, of where he got definitely. to. Definitely. And then anyway. he's probably, and I will not speak for Rodney Rue, but I believe he's probably got to one, he got to a bit, a bit of an age, yeah. but he's got to a thing he goes, oh, this is going to fucking end up. No, no cunt's going to come because <laughs> of the woke bullshit. Mm. Like he called me, like I went, we went to watch him seagulls and I yelled out, how's your grandfather? I wanted my whole life, I wanted to say that line to him. And I went, how's your grandfather? And he goes, I can see you, you little fat cunt. He hammered me. And I just went, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go. Yeah, yeah right. I stood up and went, yeah, because all his lights are on so he can see you. Pumped me. I went, how yeah. is this? That's like this cunt yelled out when we went and watched him and he wasn't doing the sergeant half rude and that at that stage because he was his a lot older. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he couldn't do it. Yeah. But anyway, our mate yelled out and he goes, I know you, mate. Yes. He goes, I fucking know you. And he goes, you hang out with all the girls on a Friday night, you hang out with all of them, and you still can't get a root. He goes, I know you. And fucking like... That's what you did to make me call me a fat cunt. Like just, and you just, that sort of shit, and you go, that's fucking awesome. Like, yeah. So anyway, it's fucking good, man. 
I think the the comedy scene itself is great, and I'd yeah. I just I don't know. I'm hoping one day to sort of start going to a couple of those little things and just checking yeah. it out because, like you said, you haven't seen it here, and it makes sense to me because we haven't seen any of that yeah. sort of shit. I'm like, very much an amateur comedian. I know where my lane is. Mm. But I definitely want to promote it for this town if we can bring something here. Fuck yeah. Yeah, do it. That John, is prompt. Honestly, and I'm not being silly, John Peacock from the Comedy Commune in Lennox Head would come here and he would organise it. That's yep. he's. I'll put you in contact. Like mm, he's yeah. he's the guy. He will travel and he will because I honestly think John will become one of the biggest comedy producers in Australia. He is so fucking yeah, that's good at cool. it. He's a funny dude. Very funny comedian. Because like, what's the worst thing can happen if we did a night and ever and and you got a few people who actually did it? Like you wouldn't just say everyone's having their first go at once. But if you went down to the young Australian, like just because it's the only pub I know, like if you put a fucking <laughs> if you put Bad a sign example, up in yeah. town yeah. and said young Australian Friday night comedy. 15 bucks a fucking ticket, you're filling that joint because yeah, yeah. no one around his hurt like you, but should go, oh, fucking go to that. Mm. Fucking oh. It's a fucking. Yeah, no, it's good, man. It's fucking exciting. It's a cool It's a cool scene, but, um, mate, what? I reckon we'll fucking rip into a few of these questions because yep. we've got to film a, uh, another episode with you get stuck into a few of these calls with these I'm pelicans. I'm fucking hungry. I'm about to so, eat Ben's foot. So, yeah. mate, that's a big feed. Um, <laughs> so, if you go, mate, what's your, I think I already know the answer to this, but what's your favourite alcoholic drink? Can of Bundaberg rum. Yep. Good stuff, mate. And recently, a Hasahi can. Hasahi. Hasahi. Three of them yeah. will make you like a really wagtail fight in any of them. <laughs> 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 Fucking oath. Mate, have you ever been arrested? Uh, <laughs> um, I love the pause from everyone. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I've been in trouble. Yeah. 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 All right, I'll leave it at that. From I'm a good <laughs> oh, judge mainly of character. Being a fuckwit. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's yeah. fine. And mate, I know you get it in your burgers, and Cam asked a great question before. But what's your favourite meal to cook? Oh, to, to cook. Mm. Oh fuck me. Um, I like yeah, I love throwing a burger together. Yeah, I love a homemade palmy. Mm. A homemade yep. palmy with I a love, salad. And I chips. love that how you've said it too, palmy. Yeah, you say palmy, you can get fucked. Yeah, that's what. What are they? Like Victorian weed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mexicans. 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 Probably. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what about any phobias, bro? Apart from shark nets and fucking Hots. crocodiles and heights, heights. Yeah, Hots, right. Yeah. Eh? Fucking well, I'm 160 kilos, so gravity can get fucked. It, yeah, it just drags <laughs> you down. But ah, uh, yeah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Absolute knee knocking when it comes. Like yeah. I can't look over the edge of a fucking waterfall on a platform and shit. I just, yeah, go, right, I just eh? want to vomit. Yep. yep. I suppose that's a pretty common one. Eh? In the dark, you can get fucked. The dark's terrifying. Dark. Oh, and green tree frogs Sorry. and trains. <laughs> yeah, he's got a combo. The heights, heights, heights are the main yeah, one. So if, yeah. I'm, if I'm ever on a cliff and a train drives past and a green tree frog, I'm just going to jump off the cliff. I'm just going to be fucked. Yeah. What about um, last one? Are aliens real? Fuck yeah. But you know what's even more real? What? Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. He's about to be a lot more real <laughs> around so CQ. Funny. It's so funny that I'm not. I'm not trying to segue into that. But that's Actually, so funny what you're doing. Just quickly, Quinn, can you please, now that we can see up here, can you please Google Bigfoot costume so I can see? Keep going, bro. Sorry. Mate, Bigfoot, 100% real. I spoke to Bobo. <laughs> 100% real. I spoke to Bobo oh, from it. Finding Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. I tracked this cunt down on social media and he fucking responded. That one to there, that. Um, oh, go, look at that one. No, go up a bit. That middle one, that was like the movie. That's prime. No, there it is. There's second yeah, from there. That that, one. Yeah, that's prime. Yeah, so. That's fucking. And got, well, the old, guy in and got the beef jerky, Jack Slink. He does too. There's a guy in Mwollumbar, fucking young McLeod, drives the fucking post office truck around. Yeah. He looks like the fucking gobbledock. You might be able to throw him in and have a th- run around. 
Young Cloudy from Merba. I think you better say three. So. Anyway. Yeti costumes. Yeah, because fucking that's us, man. Like, I think some people I've seen have ordered them, but we want to do one and we want to set Big Quinn up in one and we're going to set up a couple of cameras. You're, in... a, you're a unit. Yeah, like, that's you're, right. You're a big He's dude. a big boy. So I, I can't – we don't go to the snow yet because he doesn't fit in. Old boy, no fucking yeah, 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 yeah. That's in, that's in Canada sort of shit. We want the – we want the um, – Aussie Outback. Fucking yeah. You know some couple of gum leaves and a couple of gum nuts flying yeah, off. We you. want the Outback. Someone yeti. will shoot you. Yeah, yeah that's, that's why we're going to go on the, the outskirts of town. But we said to him triple time if he gets shot at. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's, tri- what's triple of nothing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three sandwiches. <laughs> but, you got yeah. sandwiches? You, you, you packing food? No. Yeah. You fucking want to sort of something out here in a minute, I'll pass Especially out before this next episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so aliens. No, yeah, aliens, mate. If you if you honestly, if you don't believe if you believe that we're the only thing in the in, in the fucking wherever in the whole you're thing. off your fucking rocker. That's yeah. right. And I right. believe right. they're watching us just going any minute you guns. We're just yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. And oh. we're easy pickings. Don't worry about the sure. Chinese, we're coming. Well, <laughs> who's gonna fucking defend us? Have you seen a nineteen year old these days? Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, no, fucking, get me started on that. We'll be cancelled in five minutes. 23. There you go. Yeah. If shit breaks out, we've got Quinn. Yeah. Like your generation. That's right. Wow. Any Yeti costume. You'd right? fight because you're a big fucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you imagine those little woke fuckwits getting around. Yeah, like, they'd have to get up. the other day they suggested that we fucking – they had the hide to suggest. Oh, it actually was Bob Catter. Yeah, cool. He's, nut, <laughs> he's fucking nuts. Uh, but he suggested that at the end of year 12 that we should have a uh, – everyone should do 12 months in the army. Wow. Fuck me. Did you see the blowback from that? Mm. Fuck me. I reckon any, everyone on Centrelink should be doing something like that. Would fucking hurt. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'd make them get time. a job. <laughs> yeah. It's only a matter of time till shit hits the fucking fan here. The yeah. old Johnny Howard surfing team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I've never been on the dole. 42, I've never been on the dole. Me I've neither. I've worked at KFC. I've worked at McDonald's. I've worked fucking heaps of shit. Yeah. Just, I, I got, I, I broke my foot. I broke my foot in whatever. And I went to KFC in Warnbar and got a job. And it, like, probably wasn't the smartest move on their behalf. Mm. Like, like, fucking like elephant lost, peanut factory that was. Lost it. sales. Fuck me, I'll put some weight on, eh? Where the fuck are the wicked wings? Fuck me, I'll put, <laughs> fuck me, I'll put some weight on. <laughs> my, my story of the doll is finished my apprenticeship, transferred all my savings and the coal bonus and stuff we got out into another account, thinking I was doing the right thing. Applied for the doll. Wouldn't let you get it. Got it. Um, for a bit of piss money, for a bit of piss money before we went to Canada. So it went oh, yeah. Bali, Thailand, and then a bit of piss money when we were down in Agnes playing up, and then before we went to Canada, and then transferred the money back in. Boom, boom, boom. Got back from Canada, did 10 grand or something on the first shutdown in a month, and had to pay all that Centrelink fucking money back in the first um, tax bracket. So everything I just got given, oh. I had to give it all back out of my tax. One mate went right through America and collected the doll, and his mum just mailed it to him. Prime. <laughs> she just filled his book out. That's got through the states. What about Agnes Waters? Went fucking share farming there years ago, crabbing, eh? Share farming. Oh, did you? Yeah, when I was a young fuckwit. True. Fuck me, we got some crabs that we got out there. Did you, man, did you get a brown pot? We didn't steal pots. We're not fucking thieves, mate. Oh, sweet, because I was about to jump over this fucking thing. I got we're not fucking thieves. We're not thieves. We just stole the crabs. No, yeah. fair, fair no, call. What sort of dirty dog would steal a pot? No, nah, that's but right. But we went through and stole all the fucking crabs. That's right. I'll yeah. cross you off the list. <laughs> but we don't do it anymore, though. I'm allergic to seafood. They make me swell. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Can't have that. Oh. Yeah, can't have that. Fuck <laughs> <Like> me. <laughs> 
I got pissed like a racehorse. Well, oi, that actually fucking nearly closed us off here. I just got one more thing now. Have you got a joke for us? Any just off the top of your fucking head, bro? Uh, yeah. So, two old wogs sitting at the bar. Mm. There's a Greek and an Italian old guys. Yeah. The Greek guy goes, "Hey, you fucking wog. We are the best of the wogs. We invented the cosmos. We invented the stars, and we invented all that shit." Oh, Italian guy goes, you ever heard of Rome? We invented fucking civilization. Oh, Greek guy goes, oh, Athens. We invented fucking sport. We invented the modern Olympiad. We're fucking way better than you, blokes. He goes, mate, we invented running fucking water. We've fucking piped water all around fucking Europe. Oh, Greek guy sat there going, fucking hell. He goes, hey, we invented sex. Italian straight away just goes, yeah, we had to bring the women into it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, no, nice. like, I know. You got two here. Right. So, I don't know if you young blokes have heard this. It's Giuseppe's the sitting- old young bloke yarn. I mm. love that. <laughs> He's the only like that. <laughs> yeah. Giuseppe's sitting at the bar, right? This Aussie bloke walks into this fucking little town in Europe. He goes... What's the matter, mate? Giuseppe's fucking crying. He goes, ah, oh, I fucking, I fucking built every boat in the fucking harbour. But they don't call me Giuseppe the boat fucking builder. The Australian bloke goes, yeah, that's a bit rough. You fucking built every boat. Every fucking boat by hand I built. Not Giuseppe the fucking boat builder. This bloke goes, that's fucking terrible. He goes, that's not even worth Ah, oh, fuck. He starts crying. He goes, fuck, mate. That's, don't worry about it. He goes, no, nah, fucking worse. I built every fucking house on that hill there. Every fucking house for all them cunts in those boats. They don't call me Giuseppe the fucking house builder. He's like, oh, yeah, you're getting the wrong end of the stick here. Right? He goes, oh, no, fuck him, mate. He fucking starts really fucking crying. He goes, you done anything else? He goes, I fucking, I fucking bottle all the wine every year. I'm not Giuseppe the fucking wine bottler. He starts really fucking crying. He goes, mate, it's all right. He goes, no, nah, fuck. I fucked one goat. <laughs> Giuseppe the Godfucker. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, that's That'd be a fucking hard one to memorise too. Yeah. They're like the, that's great. I've heard, I've, I've heard that a couple of times, but that is well done. That, that is fucking that well is done. Season. That a is season. There's a chief in Africa. He had two daughters. <laughs> one daughter got married and he had a second daughter. And he goes, I want my daughter. And I won't do the accent because mm. I can't. Mm. It's about four different accents. He goes, I want, I want you to get married by someone from a different country and I want you to spread the seed overseas. So an Aussie come forward, a Pom come forward, and a Frenchman come forward. They all go over to Africa. The old chief goes, right, hey, boys. You've got to do two tasks to marry her. Aussie's just drinking tins, just fucking on the piss. English nobleman stands up. He goes, I will accept your challenge. The Frenchman stands up. He goes, I will also accept your challenge. <laughs> Aussie goes, what did that cunt say? It's a challenge. Yeah, I'll give you a fucking go. They go, right, what you got to do? We've got to go deep into the jungle. We've got to go find a fucking lion. It's got a rotten fucking tooth. You have to go in there and pull the rotten tooth out, present it to me. If you survive that, you're halfway there. We've got to go across the other side of the jungle where the biggest, ugliest, fattest lady lives in a cave. You need to fuck her. Then, if you do both those things... You can marry my daughter. Yeah, fair enough. Aussie still didn't hear what he fucking said. 
they go off into the jungle. They get to the thing and they hear this fucking roaring. Old chief's like, fucking all the troll boys standing back. Englishman goes, stand back. Fucking cocky, pommy cunt. Yeah, yeah. Watch this. He rolls into the fucking fucking shit everywhere, you know. His head comes rolling out. Chief goes, whoa, fuck. You know. English bloke's out. Frenchman looks at the Australian. The Australian's still sinking tins. He goes, I guess I go. (laughs) Frenchman goes in. All hell breaks loose. French head rolls out. Aussie bloke's going, fuck's going on here? Chief goes, well, it's your turn. Aussie goes, oh, yeah, fucking... What? Yeah, right. Sort of half remembering what the chief said. He goes flying into the fucking cave 100 mile an hour. Fuck, it's on. There is fucking shit flying over. There's punches. There's fucking gouging. There's roaring. And then there's just fucking purring. Just purring. The old fucking Aussie staggers out, grabs his tin, finishes it. And he goes, right. Where's that fat chick with the busted tooth? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's fucking that's awesome, mate. Yeah. He's fucked the line. Now, that story <laughs> was told by a fucking mate of ours who's passed away. He was a comedian, mm. and he told that story on stage so fucking good. That yeah. is and, awesome, mate. He does it way better than me. I can't do justice for it. He's, he's Jonathan Atherton was his name, one of Australia's best comedians in my opinion. Mm. He opened up um, comedy in Asia. Yeah, and right. that's how I got on stage with Jim Owen and Akmal because we did yeah. a tribute for him. And yeah, um, nice. he was mates of those boys. So, yeah, that's, that's my tribute to Jonathan Athens. I'll probably butcher that joke for him, but yeah. No, nah, mate, that was yeah. fucking excellent. There you go. That's all I got. I got Good stuff. Well done, bro. Well, hey, thanks for fucking joining us today, mate. It was fucking great fun. And, um, thanks for having me. Mate, no worries at all. And when you fucking start your tour, give yeah. us a yell out. We'll make sure we fucking... We'll be down south in the summer and we'll get up here in the winter. Yeah, yeah sounds good. <laughs> we'll make sure we fucking give you a bit of a trout off and fucking yeah, let people stuff. know where to find you. Nah, and yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Right. Thanks, mate. My biggest message is just mental health. Talk to your mate. Fucking talk to your mate. Yeah, fucking nice, Talk man. to your old mate. The old blokes are the ones. Mm. The old blokes. Yeah, the old right, truckies. Sure. The old blokes that go, fuck off, I'm all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you, Cam? Have a fucking yarn. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Cool, thank you. Too easy, boys. Stay Love out it. of each other, eh? Very good. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.